on this, our 98th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as is tradition, as we discuss the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I'm one of your hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news, spoilers, and Long John Silvers, Patrick Novacell. And I will respond with a hello, as is tradition. All right. On his left and my right, the volleyball and volleyball and beast of the East who can make you laugh in three words or less, or your money back, Ronnie Johantis. Hello. And then our final member of the GMG Cot Quadfecta. Whew, getting through it. He's got music in his heart, Doctor Who on his brain. And as is tradition, La Coretta in his old stomacho, the master switch flipper, Mark Boo 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 Shade. Guys, it feels so good to have my foot out of my mouth. I know, right? I'm glad you had a week to really dislodge that thing. It was like caught between your molars and your canines. It's stuck in there. You had to floss it out, it didn't you? It was just a line from a movie. That's all it was. It was just a line from a movie. <laughs> Woo. Uh. Alrighty. Did I miss the good stuff? Is that what it sounds like? Yeah. So basically, uh, last recap, week when we had when we had Spencer <laughs> on, uh, and we just told him, you know, talk a little bit about himself, you know, get give the joiners a chance to get to know him. Um, you know, I I said the the old phrase, "Who is your daddy, and what does he do?" Well, the problem with that is Spencer's dad passed away quite a while back. <laughs> Yep, and, <laughs> and so, he milked it. Mark, Mark failed to recover the entire rest of the oh, episode. Man. Oh no! <laughs> and as is tradition with uh, <laughs> with Spencer, he just he, put that. He has to give me a hard time like the entire podcast. <laughs> so. He poured like a whole barrel of salt in the wound and just rubbed it around every like ten minutes. Was, well, this was like right at the beginning. Oh yeah, <laughs> basically oh, yeah. like the right first ten fifteen minutes. It was hilarious. And it was a long episode. It was over two hours long. <laughs> That's rough. Oh, yeah. He did not. He did not let me forget. <laughs> nope. He did not. Not even a little bit. I'm pretty sure it was bookended. Started the podcast and ended the podcast with some kind of comment. Woo. At least, Lucas, you didn't use the, uh, bye, hope you find your dad. I know, right? I was, I, yeah, use, I dodged the bullet. You use that all the time when we get off of here. That would have been a nightmare. Yeah. Mark took the bullet for me. It was great because usually I'm also the one to say, who is your daddy and what does he do? And Mark jumped the gun and I was like, all right, well, let's see what happens. And then he said that and I'm like, woo, missed that one. What a team player you are, Mark. You also got to be careful when you say uh, your mom. That is correct. It's like, oh, trust me. When I've I've run into a few jerks in my life that weren't using that in a uh, nice way and I definitely capitalized on it. And I was like, well, my mom died when I was 11. And silence. How do you feel about that? End of argument. It's the, it's the <laughs> end of the joke. It's like, wow. You Pretty just much have a rule about mom and dad it. jokes. You just, you just stay away from them. <laughs> oh, man. And what's great? Is there such thing as mom jokes? I know we have dad jokes, but what's a mom joke? Those Isn't that like, like your, your mom, mom is so fat? Yeah. Your mom. <laughs> yeah, your, those mom, are, those your are mama, mama jokes, jokes right? It's yo mama yeah, jokes. Yeah, mama. <laughs> yep. That's true. 
Yeah, yeah. Steer away from those. Yeah, definitely. You ever see the movie uh, Remember the Titans, where the big guy oh, Louis yeah. like comes in at his back? He's yeah. like, "Oh my back." He's like, "What's going on, man?" He's like, "I just gave your mom a piggyback ride, and she weighs twice as much as I do." <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, it's hilarious. All righty then. Before we jump into what's new news and more yo mama jokes, some housekeeping where we offer towels, put mints on your pillow, and also tip you off to the things you need to know. Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, GMG 100 is just around the corner, guys, and we will be doing our second live stream of the show ever through YouTube in a few short weeks, couple weeks, in fact, I'm pretty sure, on Saturday, August 1st at 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time or 10 p.m. my time in Sao Paulo, Brazil, or 2 a.m. in Portugal and in other European countries. I don't know if there's other times you joiners need to know, but find us on Discord, Twitter. You can mention your time zone, and we will let you know what time that'll be and uh, just give you some options. What Uh, time is it in Canada? uh, I think just like the U.S., it depends on what part of Canada. So, As is tradition. As is tradition. (laughs) Chris the Rock, you can let us know where you're at in Canada, and we will tell you what time that'll be. Uh, you can also join us for the pre-show at 8.41 Eastern Daylight Time, so feel free to join us. Once we start the show promptly at 9 p.m., as we always do, we will be celebrating the past 99 episodes with you, talking about our favorite moments as hosts or with you, our joiners, while also answering questions, discussing many topics driven by you guys, making even some personal and GMG-centric announcements about the show yeah. or about ourselves, mm-hmm. and... Uh, also, our plans for the show over the next 100 episodes. Along with that, giving away some merch and prizes for those brave enough to join us. Live on YouTube, Saturday, August 1st, 9 p.m. Hope to see you there, or be square. Or something. You guys want to do shirts and skins? Free stuff. Free stuff, and definitely shirts and skins. <laughs> I think the skins are going to have it. I have a good feeling. No I, pants. I will be firmly on the shirts team. There will be three teams. Shirts and skins and <laughs> pantsless. <laughs> Somebody, uh, there's going to be somebody that's going to be on all the teams. Oh, yeah. That will be me. <laughs> that, yeah, my money's on Ronnie for sure. Uh, also, as I mentioned at Discord earlier, which is moving and a grooving, right now we are talking about the joys of parenting, Batman, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crossovers, uh, comics and movies and such, grocery shopping practices, Christianity, Ghosts of Tsushima, and more. And finally, the last bit of housekeeping that I'm going to throw at you and hopefully not mispronounce. Uh, feel free to rate and review us on podcast services around the globe of your choice. Somehow it helps us read a wider, wider audience, gives us a much-needed feedback to get better and keep doing what we do. We are still currently sitting pretty, still, after all these weeks at 38 reviews. We have two weeks left, and I feel like we can reach 50 by episode 100 in two weeks and I think that if we do get those 50 episodes, 50, dang it, 50 reviews, we're going to do something crazy like, these are some things, I'm just throwing them out there. We dress up like Star Wars characters or our favorite superheroes during the entire entirety of the episode. <laughs> well, Pat has that taken care of. I know, right? That's why I'm just thinking. I'm, I think some of us have some outfits. I'm pretty sure, Mark, you got a Batman mask somewhere because I know by night oh, yeah. you're out there on oh, the yeah. streets doing your thing. I think even Ronnie. Now, the thing I think Ronnie could do, he could dress up, you know, like any character whatsoever. But also in the background or even in front of him, if he could just turn the Superman movie on 
and just play it through the entirety, <laughs> he would end up both uh, hosting episode 100 with us and watching all of Superman, or most of it. So, Ronnie, what do you think of that? Watching the Superman movie while you're wearing an outfit of some kind? Something fun? If we get... I thought we were doing shirts and skins. I mean... I thought I was going to be wearing no outfit. Okay. Shirtless Darth Vader. You could be Silver Surfer. We'll cover you in silver. No, we won't cover you. We'll call Elizabeth no, can cover be doing you. Anything of the sort. Because <laughs> you know he shirts. I'm going to have to call in a bunch skins. of favors to get somebody to cover me in silver paint. Hey, come it's on. About to get real weird. I know Elizabeth loves you. She'll do it. I would. Uh, I'll take it into consideration. I mean, I don't want to, you know, give a definite yes because it could be a lie. So you're so saying I'll say I'm going to take it into consideration. Yes. All right. I this accept is, that. So this is for episode 100. I'm supposed to watch it while it's happening? Yep. Hmm. It's possible. All right. Fair enough. I'll take it. It is a, a binding contract, a verbal binding contract in the state of Ohio, even though I'm not it's there. It's also recorded. It's count. And it's recorded. That's right. That'll hold up in a court of law. All right, folks. Well, you can tip the scales and make sure it happens. If you can help us get to 50 reviews in two weeks, I'm pretty sure I'll be happy if we reach 40 reviews at this point. <laughs> but I'm just, How many do we have right now? You aim for 38. the stars. Yeah, 38. 38. <laughs> aim for the stars, you'll hit the moon. It's good. We'll be good to go. I'm ready. I think it's going to happen. But yeah, leave a nice review. Leave some stars, preferably five. Be honest, though. And, uh, you know, and then just watch the craziness unfold on episode 100. All right. Mm-hmm. To lead us into... What's new news? It is time for another edition of GMG Community Cornery, brought to you by Discordy. Actually, it's brought to you by Barnaby Butterteeth, who had this to say on our accountability chat this past week. How is everybody doing on the second half of the year? How are those resolutions going? I am back on the track after a quarantine hiccup. And then after he said this, he showed us some pics, some pictures of the change from May 6th until the beginning or the middle of July uh, to where he had kind of picked things back up again and gotten back to his exercise routine. And I have to say, after two months, he's looking stellar, and I think he's headed in the right direction. So before we even get into our updates for resolutions, I want to say congrats and a big shout out to old Barnaby Butterteeth for that. Yes, sir. The next time you deserve a ban, I won't do it. And... That that's your reward for get a jet out, get out of jail free get card. out of exactly get out of jail free card. Um, besides Barbie Butterteeth, Tim Pollan, our favorite joiner from Iowa, not to be confused with Idaho, shared that he had 20 games beaten and 20 pounds to be lost as a goal for this year. The first half is done with 22 games already. He's like Patrick last year with uh, platinums. Mm, yeah, uh, that's right. But unfortunately, his hernia surgery put a big kibosh, as he said, on weight loss. Hopefully, I get fully recovered and released from the no lifting restrictions. Well, until then, buddy, you can just play some video games and just double that 20 to 40. That sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a, a New Year's resolution of playing games and also losing weight is like totally <laughs> counterintuitive. <laughs> 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 they seem like if you are playing more games, you are not going to be losing any weight, really. I think just just uh, play as many games as uh, as pounds you are going to. Either one of those lose. exercise games. 
So if you're gonna if you're losing twenty pounds, just play twenty more games. Exactly. The next game is Dance Dance Revolution. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I think Tim can do it. He's a he's he's more than a man. He's an Iowan man. He's a Hawkeye. Iowan man. Iowan man. Hi, Iowa. What are they? The Iowa. Are they? They're not the Hawkeyes. That's the superhero. They are the no, Hawkeyes. No, I think so. Yeah. Are they the Hawkeyes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I never connected that. All right. There you go. He's a Hawkeye. He's a superhero. So he's got Do it. Do you say sure Iowan you know? or what is it? Iowan. 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 Iowanian. Iowanian. I don't know. Iowanian. Iowanian. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> okay. Don't, don't hurt yourself, guys. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, hmm. Well. As is tradition. As is tradition. I almost said as tradition <laughs> dictates. I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> Just totally ruined that. All right. So, first of all, the first challenge is bonus points to the person who remembers their resolutions. Well, I remember my resolutions. Let's hear it. Um, so, both my resolutions. One was uh, to read the Bible, whole Bible in a year. Yeah. And the other was, I think, to play and and I think beat at least five 2020 games. Ding, 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 One ding, ding. More than five. Bonus points to Mark. Yes, and how you doing with it, buddy? Yay. Uh, well, I'm just going to be honest on the on the Bible reading. I I fell off. How far did you I get? I fell off maybe a couple. Uh, I think I <laughs> fell off maybe right before the uh, right before the pandemic hit, big time. I don't remember that like part March. of the Bible. When did the pandemic hit? <laughs> that's actually what I meant. Was there seven <laughs> pandemics? I don't know. Seven well, pandemics. Well, that's how long. It, okay. No, so I, I was in I was in Exodus. Oh, okay. And gotcha. but the the way that it was going, like uh, it's hopping uh, around, it was, it was splitting it up into you know Old Testament, New Testament, I gotcha. and Psalms. Yeah. So I was in Exodus. I think I was in maybe Mark, um, and I think I had gotten through all the Psalms. I think I was okay. in Proverbs. Yeah. Um, but I think. I'm going to renew my effort. Yes. And restart. That's why we're talking uh, about it. Sounds good. Wait, restart from the beginning? I ha- well, I haven't. Hmm. You can, I, I'm not sure on that. You can pray about it. We'll, we'll pray about it with you. Okay. It's, the important thing um, is that you do something. You get, you just dust yeah. yourself off, just like Batman. Why do we fall, Master Master Mark? So we can learn to pick ourselves up. That's right. As is tradition. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Thank you, Michael Caine. <laughs> All right. Um. So your games, 2020 games. <clears throat> okay. So um, right now, I think I've played three 2020 games mm-hmm. and beaten them. I think so. Or beaten two. I have not beaten. I've played Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yep. Um, I played The Last of Us Part Two. Yep. Um, and I am currently playing Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. Um, so that's two and a half. I like it. Yep. Perfect. Yep. Uh, we'll get more to that in in uh, in the updates, but um, yeah, twenty twenty is kind of making it difficult for me to to actually carry out this. <laughs> yeah, this isn't resolution. it? Isn't it bizarre how the quarantine hips now hips? Hits like I know for you, you never really got a true quarantine. But even still, yeah. I know for me, I I got a true quarantine for four months, and it was 
it's been really hard to get stuff done. So yeah. no, we're, we're not, we're not here to judge. We're here to encourage and kind of like Barnaby Butterteeth wanted us to do to uh, just renew those resolutions. So I still think you can do it, buddy, or you can make a good dent and you can say, you know what? I got further in 2020 than I got in 2019 and then just keep at it. Well, I've, I can already say I did that Yeah, for sure. Good. But oh, I'm going to renew my efforts. Awesome. Patrick, how you doing with your resolutions, buddy? Uh, from what I remember, I don't know if they're all video games. I can't remember, but it was uh, pretty much beat twelve games with Clark. Yeah, where you play at? a Final Fantasy game? Oh yeah, go ahead and, and just listen. Witcher three. Yep. I don't know if I had anything else. You had stream all the games. Uh, yeah, I've done none, zero yep. streaming. <laughs> Killing it. I did. I did stream. No, no, no. I did stream Unicorn Princess. Yes, you did. So there was one. And that's a big hit on YouTube. So that was an good job. <laughs> I think that's our number two uh, YouTube hit under uh, Justine Huxley in our top ten YouTube videos. It's. Uh, it, I think it's number three all time. Red Dead Redemption: The Ending. Oh, does is it? Number two. I meant this yeah. year. Sorry, for this year. Okay. It has. Yeah, this year. Unicorn Princess uh-huh. has thirty-eight. 38 views. 38 what? Woo! Views. Oh. Oh. What? That's it? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I thought it was more than that. That's this year. (laughs) Just this year. I can't remember when you did it. Oh, just this year. Yeah, just this year. Yeah. It's not a popular game. (laughs) Uh, uh, With uh, Clark, uh, I think we've beaten eight games together. All right. Good. So we're ahead of the curve. Yeah. 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 Uh, we've, We've played a ton of Minecraft Dungeons. That's pretty much all we've been playing together. Uh, and oh, Ronnie. So uh, it, it was a week and a half ago. Clark and I beat Minecraft Dungeons on Apocalypse difficulty on the hardest setting. So for Lucas and Mark and the listeners, um, in Minecraft Dungeons, you have three difficulty settings. And when you're in, so it goes Default, Adventure, and Apocalypse. When you're leveling up within that difficulty, you can set your difficulty for each level. Um, it's like a secondary difficulty, so a range, yeah. So uh, say you're level 50. You can play a level between... Uh, that's It's a recommend... There's like a recommended level setting for, uh, for levels between like 45 and 50. And then there's a level set for like 51 to 60 and, and, and so forth until you get to level 100. And uh, we got to level 100, and we beat the uh, the last boss on Apocalypse difficulty. Congrats! I cannot believe, yeah, yeah, I cannot believe that Clark and I, well, Clark was able to hang on Apocalypse difficulty. It was it was a good time, really Raising good time. A gamer. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So it's funny. I we actually we did the same thing last week. Uh, we finally mm-hmm. finished on Apocalypse difficulty. Now we kind of like just flew through the game like i didn't get to like level 100 like with my character or anything yeah i think my character got into the high 70s or 80s um and i wouldn't say we cheated because we didn't necessarily cheat but in the final level i got elizabeth and my buddy uh my buddy justin to play so we all we all three went in to try and beat it and we ended up actually like getting it Nice. Um, but man, it was rough. That last yeah. level was really hard. You did it. Mm. That last level on Apocalypse <clears throat> Difficulty 
you get hit with those beams or those purple fire, yeah, you're, you're dead, dead immediately. Immediately. Well, we all three went in with like the little dome shields, um, so it was kind of like everybody placing them like periodically. Like I'd put mine down, and yeah, you know, a few seconds somebody them. else would put another one down, and we're just constantly shooting the whole time. But nice. it was rough. Actually, it was harder for us in those to get through like all those like stone golems. Oh my god! Like gosh. throughout the that level, golems. Yeah, because you know they they do so much damage. Like that you can only take basically a hit and a half if you take one yeah. hit the next time they get you like you're dead mm-hmm. but um it, it was a lot harder because they didn't <laughs> i mean you didn't just didn't do very much damage to them like they had so much health well what uh what clark and i found <clears throat> out is one of the um one of the enchantments you can do with your armor is every time you use a potion you drop three yes. food items yep that was amazing i started so, using that towards the end too actually it's yeah. Like the whole time I was playing that game, and I was like, "Man, that enchantment! That sounds like a piece of crap." It's like the <laughs> <Yeah>. best one. <laughs> so, I don't ever want to get rid of my armor because it has. Yeah, that as soon as you use a potion, it. it just shoots all out a bunch of like consumables for everybody. And then, and then somebody who needs it doesn't need to use their potion because the potion takes like a minute to cool down. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. Nice. Yeah, but we had a good time. Did you guys get into like the island yet? Those island the, levels. Uh, the DLC? Yeah. Yeah, we downloaded the DLC and we played through that too. I gotcha. See, we stopped at a we stopped at the main level and just kinda like haven't gone back to it just yet. We actually like the past couple times have been playing Broforce again, so Oh nice. Can't go wrong yeah. with that. Yeah, it's when yep. you gonna that's that should be a game you play through with Clark there, uh, Patrick. Broforce. Broforce. I love that. Uh, I don't think. <laughs> may, may, maybe in a few years. <laughs> Who's that yeah, big be, demon man, Dad? That'd be pretty rough. It's the devil, son. We're gonna destroy him right here. I'm right not now. too good at that game. We so went up. We went up in difficulty in Broforce, oh, and gosh. it is that is crazy. Like, we're about to beat it on the next level up, like difficulty, but it's rough. I mean, it is. That's hard. Like, that game gets crazy anyway. So yeah, I've ever played sure. that with four players. Yes. Like couch co-op. I'm pretty sure we've played like, online with four. It's a, we've done it with four. It is a mess. Yeah, with four it's a madhouse. You can't it get it anywhere. No, you, you don't can, know it's who is what. Alive. Yeah. As soon, as soon as the level starts, I'm like, I don't know where I am. Where there's too many explosions. Yeah, that's yeah, why you just bad. mash the Some, button. Somebody gets like a <laughs> rocket launcher and everything's exploding. Yeah, and then I'm like, how did I die? I don't know how I died. <laughs> well. You're going to have to find four more games to complete your uh, resolution for this year with Clark, but I think you'll do it. Yes. The, we just got Paper Mario today. Ooh, nice. nice. So that's our next one. That's going to be yeah. fun. Very nice. Yeah. And then you beat a Final... You actually beat two Final Fantasy games. Your resolution was to beat Final Fantasy 15, but you went ahead and you beat two Final Fantasies, which is kudos for that. That's crazy, yeah. I yep. never played one before, and I beat two in the same year. So now you just have Witcher 3 is the big one that you that have some one. time to tackle, but you probably want to get into it before the leaves change. Just that is a massive saying. game. Yeah. it's uh, it's So as soon as I beat Ghost of Tsushima, I will have like pretty much a month to play through Witcher 3 because Avengers, the new Avengers game yeah. comes out in September. I think you can so, do it. And I'm going to be playing that. I think you can do it. If you can dedicate yourself and power through, I think you'll really enjoy it once you get into the game because uh, the stories are pretty fascinating and you do like stories. I don't, the Witcher? Yeah. 
I think the stories are pretty pretty interesting. The well, it looked like it looked a lot like uh, like basically a Skyrim type game. Yeah. Like almost like identical the landscape and stuff. Very like, RPG. Yeah, very open. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe in you. The other one that was kind of an unofficial resolution was to trick Ronnie into watching Superman. We're all working together to do that. So, yeah. Oh yeah, dang! I totally fell. You'll off get there. On that. Yeah, you're supposed to send him what like yeah, a minute a minute clips <laughs> like every day. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll get there. There's still time. All right, Ronnie, you're supposed to beat a game with Patrick. Huh? How about that? Whoops! I totally did not remember that one. Either. <laughs> Honestly, Lucas could have written anything down. And I would have <laughs> never remembered what it was. They're <laughs> like, oh. I was supposed to go visit Canada. No, Hug. we could still do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that'd be easy. Totally do yeah, it. We could tear we'll through something. Out. We could tear through something in one weekend, probably. There you go. Oh, yeah. The last time we played together was not another zombie defense. Yeah. There's, After we recorded one night. There's really no way to beat that game, though. <laughs> you just it's just endless. Keep fighting zombies. <laughs> Dang it. Let's not pick an endless game. Yeah, this yes. Time. I don't think there's <laughs> yeah. any. Don't pick an endless game. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you also have, uh, we had kind of, I had kind of cornered you into finishing the last six MCU movies that you haven't watched yet. That you hadn't yes, watched I yet. Yes, I have not done that. Have you done, have you watched any of them? Actually, I think I watched, I think I watched Ant-Man this year. Um, yeah, I think you did too. I think that was this year. That was one that I definitely hadn't seen. Um, but I think that was the last one. So. All right. Five more. I think we probably will actually get through those in all fairness. Um, mainly because I want to. So exactly, that always helps. Sweet. Yeah. Well, I believe in you. I think you can do it. So it's just a nice little reminder. Five more movies. That's all you got left. Just one, 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 one movie a month. You got it. And technically six if you count that piece of crap Superman movie. I mean, mm. I guess. Yeah. That, you got to admit. I mean, even if you're a Superman fan, that movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Now I've waited so long that I have to like I have, I'll have to watch the whole thing. Like I can't just like start halfway in. I don't even remember where I was. Like it was it was rough. Might as well. All right. Uh on my resolution end, I had two serious, one to read and or listen to the whole Bible. I've already done that uh earlier this year. Um I got up to I think like a 180 day reading streak, which was cool, but then I definitely broke it during quarantine. And now I'm back at a 40-day streak, going strong. Um, I also wanted to journal about 80% of the year. I have journaled about 76% of the year, so I'm a little behind. I definitely hit some spots in June, July, where I was like, I don't really feel like writing. I'd rather play video games. So uh, then I have a few fun ones, beating 45 games, getting 25 plats, twitching two times a week. I have beaten 13 games, not quite there. Halfway, definitely not. <laughs> I have Platinum 4, not great, but I've enjoyed every minute of the games I've played except for uh, minus Final Fantasy 15. Um, on the Twitching front, from January to March, I streamed pretty regularly, um, but then during quarantine, I definitely dropped off until the end of June, when surprisingly, as I've told you guys, Twitch rose from the ashes, and now after one month, I have on average done about five days a week two hours of streaming every morning from around 6 to 8 a.m. Uh, usually my viewers are from Europe, which is pretty cool. 
Uh, I usually, on average, during this month, I've had about three viewers per session. Not a lot, but usually I've had one or two people who have been, like, have chatted with me and stuff, which has been cool. Uh, now it's closer to about five people on average uh, per per session or whatever. Um, but I'm not even close to becoming a partner. Like, you have to have an average of 75 people per session. That's wow. not That's not happening anytime not, soon. Yeah. No, I'm good with yeah, affiliate. Big numbers. <laughs> I don't even really care about, you know, getting big, quote unquote. I really just want to have conversations with people, connect with people. Like I said, I've had people from Germany, Denmark, Scotland. Uh, shout out to Prime, uh, Stupidly Epic, who joins me most mornings. Uh, in Portugal, Hafa has joined me a lot. And of course, people in the U.S. who have gotten up early, uh, either before work or during work, have uh, connected with me. We've talked about video games, God, religion, more video games, faith. Uh, all while fighting aliens on XCOM and rocking it on Dead Cells. It's been really fun. I've really enjoyed it. If you are up and about between 6 and 8 a.m., you can visit me at twitch.tv slash MrPastorHam. The point is not to become a full-time streamer. I just want to cultivate conversation, kind of like what we're doing here. So just joining in and hanging out. And uh, it's pretty fun. So cool. Yeah. Uh, besides that, uh, the last thing we had, thanks to Barnaby Butter Teeth, he also had movies for us to watch that he asked us a question on episode 67. I need to watch Ready to Rumble. I have not watched it yet. Patrick already watched The Shining. Mark needs to watch yep. The Godfather. I have not watched that yet. Kristen needs to watch The Sandlot. She doesn't know it, but she agreed to watch The Sandlot. Uh, oh, of speaking course. of Sandlot, so I just watched Sandlot heading home. What's that? With... Uh, I I think it's the third movie. There's a third movie. Of, Wait, there's a it's second movie. It's on Disney movie? Plus. Oh gosh. Uh, it's on Disney Plus, and it is, um, Benny the Jet Rodriguez is the coach of the L.A. Dodgers. Oh, okay, cool. And Luke Perry. Oh is gosh. the best player <laughs> in the MLB. What is this from the really? late nineties? Oh, <laughs> Isn't that where the and, first one, like the first Sandlot movie, ends with? Oh no! It was Benny the Jet as a player. As a player, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, with his mustache. Uh, That mustache was awful that he had at the end of that movie. He still has the mustache heading home. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not entirely sure it's the same guy. I I I don't know. Same gross mustache. I I didn't care to look it up. Uh, But uh, but yeah, Luke Perry. uh, He gets he gets hit in the head uh, by a fastball, and uh, he it knocks him back. To when he was a kid, oh, to when he played on the same sandlot. Time travel. Uh, and I, we watched it, and it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a made-for-TV kind of movie, right. but it really wasn't that bad. Okay. It doesn't compare. <laughs> it pales in comparison yes, to, to the, OG. the original Sandlot. Sandlot. Yeah. Let's speak. But uh, it wasn't bad. Cool. So, well, speaking of that, so, Mark... Check it out on social Plus. Yeah, we, as- <laughs> we expect uh, <laughs> a review from Kristen, Mark. So she needs to just pop on the show and give her her review of The Sandlot. Even if it's- if will... she doesn't watch it soon, she has to watch the trilogy of The Sandlot. Exactly. Ooh, okay. <laughs> get to it. Uh, yeah, she's going to get on that. Ronnie, you still have to watch Superman. And then Elizabeth needs to watch Forrest Gump. Oh, I gotcha. Yep. So just so you know, those are all the people that somehow, I don't remember how, but all those people agreed to watch those movies in 2020. Are you actually writing it down? Yes, I did. Sweet. All right. 
with that, I mean, I'll throw it away probably. Yeah, so. of course. <laughs> Elizabeth I mean, will even ask, down, but that what means is nothing?" Elizabeth, what's this thing about Forrest Gump? He's like, "Oh, it's nothing. It's no big deal. Just forget ah, about it. Forget about it's it." Trash. All right, so Ronnie, we missed you last week. I know it took me like thirty minutes to tell you this, but we missed you. It was really fun. We needed more people to make Mark blush. So now that you're here, why don't you tell us about your week, past two weeks, if you want? What's been going on? And feel free to make Mark, Mark blush, as is tradition. As is tradition. Um, <laughs> I will. Uh, so last week, honestly, I did not do a whole lot. Um, now that I am back, like in the full swing of volleyball, I play Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Uh, I do the podcast on Monday nights. The Wednesday night is usually my off night. Um, uh, I didn't do much as far as. I, well, I guess pretty much anything interesting last week. Um, this past week was a little bit better. I played in a volleyball tournament this past Saturday for the first time in a while. And so this this is called, the tournament is called the Sobriety Checkpoint Tournament. Okay. So what happens in this tournament is you bring your team, four players, uh, two guys, two girls, and the losing team buys the winning team a shot and there's like a shot wheel that you spin and it's, it could be like any shot you know so normally that's a tournament where you go and like yeah you know you're not yeah you're not driving home you know what i mean like you're somebody else is taking you home normally on that tournament but on uh-huh. saturday it was so freaking hot it, i mean it was like just the heat it was unbearable so like it was one of those times where, well, Pat, you probably know what I mean here. Like Mark and Lucas, I, I doubt it. Um, where it's <laughs> it's guess. really hot and you're like drinking, <laughs> but you just can't you can't drink. It's too hot. Like you can you can drink, but you're not drinking then for any. Like you'll never get a buzz. If you do get one, you're gonna lose it immediately. Like so, we ended up having like pitchers of water like at our table, like and just like like sucking down water after like every single game. Um, it was a really fun tournament still. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be at the end. Like, I think five of us rode together and any single one of us could have driven at any point. (laughs) So like nobody got like, uh, nobody got like too drunk to drive or anything like that. That's good. And, uh, it was great. We actually, so there was an, an upper, a mid and a lower tier after pool play that they put everybody in and we made it into the mid tier, uh, which we placed second in overall for oh, the night so all right uh, so like we don't, it was it was 25 bucks uh, it was 100 bucks for the team to get in we won 200 bucks so we all oh, won there you go doubled our money doubled it up um nice. <clears throat> but yeah it was it was a really fun tournament we haven't played in one in a while but uh, i don't know i it's one of those things where every time i go and play a tournament now i'm like yeah i'm uh done with tournaments for a little while again like, yeah you know i think i burned myself out over the past couple of years on them oh uh, but we did have a good time, and then we came back, um, came back to my house, and uh, had a little. I have a big deck on the back of my house, and we always do a little fire pit. I have it up like up on the deck, so it was a really perfect night for that. Nice. But well, that's well, really Ronnie, pretty much it for me. I want to commend you for keep, keeping competitive and doing those kind of tournaments because I can't even remember the last time I did something competitively. Competitive, competitively, I'm pretty sure it was intramurals in college. And you know, I, I my will, guys got so mad at me that I was like, you know what? I'm done. 
This is too competitive. I, I'm you, getting too old for this You know the funny thing is, I was in a lot better shape before quarantine. Yeah. So when the quarantine hit, like most people, I pretty much did nothing. You know, like just played a lot of video games, didn't really move a lot. So now when I go out there, it's like, oh, like it's kind of frustrating, right? Because you know where you were before and then you're yeah. like, all right, I'm dying out here. Mm-hmm. Um, the 30s. So it takes like a while to slowly kind of build that back up. You lose it way faster than you get it. That's yeah. for sure. First couple of weeks out on the sand was really, really hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's it is like the way that I keep active. Really, you know, yeah, I it's good. I've always hated working out. I am actually going to start working out again uh, to get my cardio back up for volleyball yeah. purposes. But yeah, it is it is a nice way to keep active and also just kind of punish yourself for no reason, really. Of course, it's the way to be. As is tradition. As, as is, is tradition. As is tradition. So, Mark, as is tradition, before Patrick goes, why don't you go ahead? <laughs> I guess I, I guess I will, as is tradition. Great. Um, yeah, so nothing too too crazy uh, out of the out of the week. You know, of course, uh, seeing the family again, going to La Coretta. We actually saw each other last or tonight, and. Uh, Grilled out some some chicken and yeah, uh, come on, you need to sell nice this. There. This is good stuff. Yep. Grilled chicken, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, um, and uh, and then we went out for ice cream after that. So that was an awesome time for sure. Um, but those are really the only things out of the ordinary. But in the gaming side of things, um, I broke in on Friday into some Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. Yeah, baby. Which I know a few of us are playing. You too. are not alone. <laughs> I'm in Tsushima with you. Not exactly, but cool. Cutting people's <laughs> faces. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've I've been playing through that. Um, I think you guys are possibly farther than I am. I, I, I doubt I it. Play a little bit. I played like an hour and a half. Oh, okay. I haven't so, yeah. played much of it. Patrick either. is okay. definitely further than you and me together, like combined. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think. I, let's see. I played no. like an hour ish on Friday, and maybe a couple of hours Saturday, and a vast majority of it last night. Yeah, I think I played like three or four hours. Nice. Um, so what are your and then a little bit little bit today what are your early thoughts uh, on it what do you think what, how are you feeling about it well first of all the game is absolutely beautiful oh, yeah um at, at, i was tempted at first to um to turn on the kurosawa mode um <laughs> just because it's that it's that old school vintage looking yeah japanese samurai movie but at the same time i wanted to enjoy all the all the vibrant colors uh, that they've made with Tsushima. 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 You gotta say it. Just, um, just say it really like, I don't know. It's so fun. Just to interject real quick, the way they like say some words just totally catch me off guard. Yeah. Like, what I want to know real quick, what did you guys name your horses? Kage. Uh, Kage. Me too. No ah, way. Yes. <laughs> the black, uh, the, was it the black horse? Yes. Uh, mine was white. Okay, I did the black horse in Kage, but you know what? When I when I chose the name, I was I was like, ah, Cage, and then he's like Kage, and I'm like, dang it, 
I don't speak Japanese. Yeah, exactly <laughs> I was way I off. Samsonite. Kage. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I chose I chose Kage. That's hilarious. The dark horse. That we all chose Kage. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's the game is absolutely beautiful. Um, the 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 gameplay. There's some points where it, it gets a li- it feels a little wonky, mm-hmm. but it's not like see that. you know completely takes me out of the game wonky. Um, there's you know there's a lot of um, different moves and abilities that you can you can sort of customize your character for. And, yeah, um, that's always it's always interesting. It, it teeters on that line for me of like. Okay, it's too much progression and, and <laughs> leveling your character and stuff, um, but it's not it's not too bad. Uh, I'm I'm understanding it, and um, the one thing that I am noticing is I think my vanilla PS4 is having a little trouble. Uh oh, is it chugging um, jet engine? It's sometimes like some some frames start to oh, drop. Oh okay, yeah. Oh no, um, really? Yeah. Oh. So I, I think. Obviously, on a PS4 Pro, this thing would probably be absolutely amazing. But, um, and it's still quite quite beautiful to look at. But, um, but yeah, I think sometimes it's like, whoa, 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 hold on a minute. Whoa, um, easy. <laughs> whoa, Kage. Whoa, Kage. <laughs> As is tradition. Whoa. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very much enjoying the game so far. Um, I'm trying to. Oh yeah, and this game basically makes me feel like I'm becoming more and more ADHD. Oh um, yeah, because I'll start I'll start going in one direction, and I'm like, ooh, pretty bird, pretty bird, gotta follow the pretty bird. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Ronnie, the the we're talking about Ghost of Tsushima. Basically, it is Red Dead Redemption in Japan, like feudal Japan, and you're a nice. samurai. You're a samurai, you're going around, you're doing missions, um, and there's always side missions, there's always marks on the map, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like in Red Dead Redemption, something was like yellow, you know, or like a question mark, or go here. Yeah. Uh, you don't know what's over there, you just go over there just to explore. That's what this game is like. Nice. And it's it's beautiful, like uh, like Ronnie, or like, like Mark said. It is. It is. You just sit there and you just look at the backdrops. Yeah. Yep. And you look at the 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 changing of the of the day, the changing of the weather. What's like the it's, story of the of the game? So the uh, the um, the Mong- Mongols, what Mongols. is it? Mongols. Mongols um, come in and they take over uh, this this land. Um, where and uh, but this land is your they, land. They, this land is my land. <laughs> in Tsushima. Yeah. Uh, so they they just like take over the land and you're trying to get back out. Now, uh, you're trying to take them down. Patrick, I don't think you're really selling it for Ronnie. Ronnie, you've seen Night at the Museum, right? No. You haven't? Nope. What? Listen. Next analogy. For those of you... No, I have to stick with this one because <laughs> you got to stick with me. If you see Night at the Museum, our joiners, this movie is pretty much the sequel to Night at the Museum. So you remember Genghis Khan from Night of Museum, well, he breaks out of Night of Museum and he takes over Tsushima. Did you guys notice this? Yes. That and th- and Genghis, Genghis Khan's grandson yeah, but it's yeah. the same is exact, the main villain. It's the same exact actor that plays Genghis Khan's wax. No way. Yeah, that's who Wax that's, guy. Oh. He's the okay. same okay. exact guy. Same guy. I looked it up. And what's what's <laughs> awesome, funny. it's the same guy. 
He's from Canada. He has dual citizenship of the U.S. and Canada. So shout out to Chris Rock, our Canadian friend. But uh, yeah, it's the same exact guy. So when I got to some parts where he's like being all mean and serious with me, and then he like screams at me, I'm like, Night of the Museum. I was like, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. (laughs) Same exact actor. So anyways, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, this, this game is beautiful. And one thing I do love about this game is the fast travel. Yes. Uh, I don't know what, if it's the same way on the regular PS4, the OG PS4, but the P- and the PS4 Pro, that's what I have. And the fast travel is fast. maybe maybe three seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is so, like, if you're going from the far reaches of the map to the other side of the map, it's still three seconds. That's crazy. Um, it, is, it, it feels like uh, what PS5 is going to be like. Awesome. Um, and PS5 may be a little bit faster than that. <laughs> we may not sure get any be. seconds. You know, um, but it's, it's, it's so crazy. Like, I do the fast travel, and a, a hint pops up. And before I can even read the one sentence hit hint, I'm already lo- loaded into the new part where I wanted to fast travel. It is so quick, and it keeps me in the game. Yeah, I think it's, I think they said for PS5 that it'll actually travel you before you even press the button. Like it's so fast, <laughs> it knows where you want to go. And it'll be like Alexa will be like, uh, "This is where you wanted to go. You're welcome." And you'll just be there. My gosh, it is. <laughs> How did she know? But uh, but yeah, I played I played a little bit more than just than a you little. guys. Uh, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, man. But I I am loving every minute of it. It's one of those games. It was like Red Dead Redemption, where I was finished with it for the night, and the, the next morning that's all I wanted to do. Yeah, I didn't want to do anything else. You know, like I'm working throughout the day. I'm like, I just want to play Ghost of Tsushima. That's how much I want to play this game. And it's good. Yeah, and I and I definitely want to. I've as I've mentioned, I've also been playing it, and I love the ambiance, like you guys talked about, the atmosphere, the the man, the set pieces so far. Like this island is beautiful. Um, I don't know that I ever want to visit Tsushima or that area because I have a feeling I'll get there and be like, this isn't the same, <laughs> and like just look around and be like, where where's the fox that's supposed to lead me to the little shrine? Where is the? And I love these animals. How this. awesome is it? Uh, Have you pet the fox yet? No. Oh, yeah. It, the first when you pet the fox. Okay, so when you pet the fox, it like it's like a cat where it just like you know like yeah. likes the the pet, and then once you're finished with it, it hops away like it's so happy that you oh, petted really? it. It's uh, so. I was looking so, so awesome. forward to that because I'd seen your video, I'd seen other people post videos about how you could pet the fox. So I found my first fox today, and I like was tracking it down. It led me to the little shrine, and then I went to pet it, and it disappeared. What? Oh yeah, it happened. That happened to me a couple times where I didn't. know So where do it I have went. to pet it before I reach the shrine, or can I? After it's after, after right? It'll be right behind okay. you. All right, I'm yeah. just I'm just gonna sneak um, up on him and be like, "Don't you get away? I gotta pet you." A few episodes ago, you had mentioned, uh, "Can you pet the dog?" Yes. Twitter handle. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever heard about it. So I tweeted at tweeted at him or whatever, and I know I saw that a bunch of people were tweeting at, "Can you pet the yeah. dog?" So they created an alternate. Can you pet the fox? Twitter handle. <laughs> Can you pet the That's fox? That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Have you guys, this is total side note, but I showed this video to my kids the other day. Have you ever heard a fox laugh? Yes. Oh, my gosh. It sounds like a little child just like, 
<laughs> like they laugh like a like I guess more like Elmo. That's a, now that I did it, but it's yes. crazy laugh. They laugh crazy. So uh, yeah, I love all the animals. The you know it has some flashbacks in the game of you know Jen's life of the main story, and I'm already like all in with Jen. Like he is so cool, and I really like yep. the the kind of like he's stuck between wanting to be a man of honor and wanting to protect people and. Already, you can see just after two hours, I can see this tension, and I'm really enjoying the story. And I have a, I have a feeling Absolutely. I'm just gonna like this is gonna be my game for at least a month, just uh, chillax and enjoy the story and uh, just explore. One of the one of the best mechanics of the game, and um, uh, our, our MTTG buddy Ed Placencia, mm-hmm. he pointed this out on Twitter as well. Um, the wind. Is is I think the best mechanic. You know how like oh, you yeah. set a waypoint and and you'll see like a little line appear and you just gotta follow that little or a line. zip line like in Division Two. Yes, yes. <laughs> the orange <laughs> zip line. Well, in this case, like it integrates that kind of element naturally into the game yep. with the wind, where you where you just flick the the control pad, the trackpad, or whatever you want to call it, and uh, and the wind blows. And not only does it like show you where you're supposed to go, but like it makes everything more beautiful because the wind is perfectly yeah. blowing. <laughs> and and another reason why it makes it more beautiful is is the whole screen is clean. Like yeah. you don't have a HUD. Nope. You don't have anything that's just like a waypoint or directional or a GPS or whatever. Uh, it's just the wind, and you're just playing in full screen, no HUD. It just that really makes you makes it look even better. Yeah. I mean, yep. that does remind me, Mark, just real quick, you mentioned the Kurosawa mode, and I actually did that the first 15 minutes, and one, I knew the game was beautiful, so I felt like the black and white really, like, it just dulled the scenery and the whole look of the game, and then the Japanese, I couldn't do it, like, I was trying to look around yeah. and really enjoy it, but then I had to read the letters for the subtitles, and I was like, I can't do this, I gotta so, listen to the English, so... Yeah, I, I'm the same way with you is I started off with the Japanese because I wanted to play in Japanese. I, I tried the Kurosawa mode, but it was I, I wanted to be able to see the lush exactly. environments. Um, but uh, so I turned that back on to normal. Uh, but with the Japanese, I started with it. And with what I'm doing, like the story missions, it was kind of hard to read and follow along because because the game is just just so beautiful like i didn't want to focus my eyes on the letters and the words rather than what's going on on screen here's here's what threw me off about that and it's not so much the me having to read it um they 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 turn if you turn that on of, of course the all the characters are speaking in japanese but their mouths are mouthing the english, english yeah, yeah i'd, I'd heard text. that yep yeah, and and so that just kind of threw me off. Like, yeah, like that's that's like that's inverted, weird. inverted of what like yeah. a, what was originally <laughs> where they would dub it in English and they would be moving their mouths like, "Hello, how are you?" And like, yeah, <laughs> now it's opposite. Uh, what's, so what I what I've been doing is if I'm doing a story mission, I'll have English so it does that you know syncing of the audio and the mouths. Yeah. Uh, but if when I am just exploring and having it in Japanese. It's 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 just so much better. Yeah, uh, you don't have to worry about that. They don't focus on the mouths uh, like um, 
when they're when you're doing just random side quests yeah. and things like that yeah. because it doesn't like get into that cinematic mode um it just does like the in-game cu- cut where it's just like they don't really move their mouths anyways right. yeah um gotcha yeah. well besides ghosts of tsushima patrick yeah what else you've been playing anything good uh, or what else you <laughs> what and your favorite have been doing <laughs> uh yeah i just got uh i my first day back to work uh, in uh, the past nine days. Oh, that's right. So I had a, a nice nine-day Brazilian weekend. There you go. Uh, it was... <laughs> Get it done. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we did a ton of stuff. We uh, we went to King's Island, um, and King's Island is open, but there's... When we went, we went... We got there like 10.30 in the morning, and we left about 2.30. So we were there for about four hours, and... Uh, and there weren't many people there. One of the things with Kings Island now is you have to wear a mask 100% of the time. Yeah. The only times that you can take it off is if you're on one of the three water rides uh, or if you are eating or if you want to take a rest. And there is like rest stations where you can just sit sit down on a bench and take off your mask because it was stupid hot. It was like 90 degrees and having that hot air just constantly on your mouth uh, and your face, it was just, it was hard. Uh, but the, the, we had all the, we had the kids with us and we all had our masks on the entire time. Uh, the kids never complained. Um, the, there's a bunch of workers there that all have masks on and they, you're required to take a mask. And if you don't, if you don't have your mask on uh, at a particular area, They'll either ask you to put it on or ask you to leave. Yeah. Like they'll kick you out of the park mm. uh, because I mean it's obvious that you need to be wearing a mask, right? But uh, but yeah, so we went we did Kings Island. We went to uh, a beach uh, about forty minutes away at uh, at a at a uh, some lake, um, some park. So we did that. Uh, had a daddy daughter day. We had uh, family come in from Colorado, so we went canoeing. Over the weekend, uh, we had a 50th wedding anniversary for Mel's aunt and uncle. We had a we had a ton of stuff going on uh, this past week. Nice, um, busy, busy, busy. But, and then we had Clark's birthday party, so he's going to be turning six on the 22nd. So finally, uh, this past fr- yeah, I know he's five years old, beating uh, Minecraft dungeons on Apocalypse difficulty. Can't wait till he's see what he's doing when he's ten. That kid's Who that knows? kid's going to be a Dark Souls kid. <laughs> uh yeah he'll be playing those games by himself that's not my kind Peace of game out. yeah uh but we had a, had a had a nice week uh it was exhausting um but yeah it was good it's weird because i uh i'm kind of happy i'm back in back at work because it was just non-stop we're have we have plans all the time it was just nice today just uh sit behind a desk and just work and not have to worry about going places and entertaining people and things like that. So yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Sweet. Well, like you, Patrick, I also went out and went to work this past week. I, for the first time in about 140 days, I broke quarantine and, uh, about five days this week went out. Um, Last Sunday, about a week and a day ago, we had our first um, in-person church service 
where we were at 30 nice. percent capacity and uh everybody wore a mask um you had to register get like an online ticket they didn't check it or anything but they still to keep count of who was going to be there and uh let me tell you that singing worship songs or just singing in general with a mask on not fun and very hard to uh really get into it so i did a lot of just closing my eyes and listening to the words and uh just focusing on breathing and all that jazz but it was good it was good to i I will say that we kind of broke the rules in terms of we all left our masks on but they said after the service you're supposed to all leave immediately and half of us at least stayed for like 40 45 minutes talked i talked to at least four or five people caught up with them it was really good and uh, I just couldn't resist. We kept our distance for the most part. There was one guy that kept like putting his arm around me and like bringing me closer to him. And I was like, come on, man. Now we're supposed to be, uh, you know, social distancing. But he's like, man, I just miss you so <laughs> it's like, much. It's like a magnet for Brazilians. Like, I need to hug. Yeah. I need to hug. And I feel it. I'm the same way. I, I got a hug. I miss human contact with, you know, I mean, I hug my parents. My parents, no. I hug my kids. I hug my wife a lot. <laughs> Uh, How do you get those confused? <laughs> Instead of my saying my kids, I thought my parents. I have no idea why. They are not the same. Uh, but other than that, uh, I did go to the church twice on Wednesday and Friday to just work in the office. It was nice. Only guy there, only person there was the, the cleaning guy. So I said hi to him, and we bumped elbows, and that was it. That's the Brazilian thing to do. I don't know why, but everybody bumps sure. elbows. So make sure we have to make sure to sanitize our elbows. Don't you sneeze in your elbow? <laughs> That's the inside of your elbow. We bump the outside of our elbows. That's different. Mm. That would be weird yeah, trying to do like the inside. <laughs> gross. That sounds gross. <laughs> Let's That's touch like, the that's inside like a, of that's our a, that's elbows. a baseball that's a baseball thing. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you hit a home run, someone's on deck, comes in, you do the uh, old hook. Oh, okay. The overhand right. hook. Yeah, we don't do that. Yeah, we actually do the bump elbows thing in volleyball right now. A lot of people yeah. are, they don't want to be, you know, uh, you know, giving each other high fives afterwards. So. Yeah, just bump the elbows. That's what that's <clears throat> yeah. what we've been doing. So it so works. Just make sure you use hand sanitizer on, yeah. on those elbows. I just squirt it on there and rub the elbows together. It works. <laughs> yep. Uh, and besides that, on Thursday, we went and we, uh, we had a cookout with our with my kids' adopted grandparents and the folks, the sweet folks that let us live at their house for like six months a few years ago when we were in transition from moving to uh, Sao Paulo. And we went to visit them. Steve and Brenda Heap uh, went to their house. We grilled out hot dogs, made s'mores. I have not had a fresh s'more, and I can't tell you how long. And neither had my kids, and we destroyed the s'mores. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, I have a few pictures of my daughter. Looks like she looks like like Spider Man failed to make like good webs and just was like covered in marshmallow, <laughs> and it was awesome. It was a magical moment. To, well, sometimes to, you get a messy to do one. That. Yeah, but it's so worth it. It's so good. And it is uh, worth it. and one thing that was funny is I, they haven't like cooked over an open fire very much, and so. I don't remember having to learn how to properly cook stuff, but my son was constantly shoving his hot dog into the coals. He was so (laughs) intent on getting it hot that at least twice I had to clean off his hot dog. And I'm like, dude, you've got to stop. He would get it as like close as possible to the coals in order to get it the hottest as possible. And I'm like, it's not necessary, son. 
and I had to keep correcting him. It was craziness, but they, they got with the program eventually. We, it was, it was good times. So we did that. And then, uh, that's, that's been my week. Like a lot of going out. It's been really weird, really fun. I've had to wear, you know, a mask all the time. I've had to burn my clothes every time I get home. AKA put them in the dirty clothes. That's what my wife and I say we're doing. Make sure to burn your clothes when you get home, take a shower, wash off the Rona. Um, then besides that, uh, beat last of us two. Wow. What a game. Uh, have the, before you go to that, have the yeah. numbers like in Brazil gone down at all or they have stopped not growing. So they've crazily? been steady just like, really kind of like the U S just kind of like still steadily growing. And yeah. uh, I think we're number two. I think it's U.S., Brazil, and now India is number three. But, yeah, it's been steadily growing. Uh, there's not been a lot of good progress with that, no slowing it down. Um, people are trying to find – I think people are trying to find that middle ground. And I think it's kind of like in the U.S., trying to find that middle ground and, and be responsible yeah. and respectful for the most part. Some people are like, I don't care, whatever. Um, but for the most part – I found here that people are trying to be respectful with each other and trying to be cool. Other people, well, they're doing what they want and uh, you just can't, some people, you just can't stop them and hopefully they don't, hopefully they don't pay for it later. But uh, yeah, so that, that's been fun. But like I said, uh, beat last of us Two, crazy game, intense. We're definitely gonna have a spoiler cast and talk about it. Uh, and of course I was the last of us to finish it. But <laughs> hey but uh, we will definitely be chatting about that later this week. Uh, the other, the last thing I want to share on the video game front, uh, Minecraft Addiction Adventures continues. Um, but we took a little break, actually. Uh, we've still continued, but we did not play near as much as we, uh, we have been in the past weeks. Since I had mentioned last week that... My kids had gotten themselves grounded because my daughter was very mean to James and to me because we were not listening and properly Minecrafting. Um, <laughs> once, once the restriction was lowered and we could all play together again, the very first thing that my daughter did was try to burn down the house we've been building for the past couple months. She said, I, well, it all started with me realizing that we needed to have a fireplace in one of the living rooms. I was like, Tasha, do you know how to make a fireplace? She's like, yeah, you just surround iron bars around it. And I'm like, that you don't like put it on stone or no, you just put iron bars here. I'll help come help you. She comes into the room and it's a completely wooden room. She <laughs> lights a fire on the wood and surrounds it with the iron bar and the fire proceeds to consume the house. <laughs> like right before our eyes I'm like Tasha what did you do and she's like I'm sorry I'm sorry what do I help me get some water and she panicked and she was like so absolutely embarrassed so embarrassed it was pretty funny speaking of embarrassed <laughs> that's our topic of the show right Ronnie <laughs> Ronnie was going to pick it up. All right, so Ronnie, didn't you also have something <laughs> embarrassing happen recently? I did. Crazy. I did. Uh, it happened last week. Um, it was, no, 
It happened two weeks ago. It was on a Wednesday, which is normally like that's our one day off during the week. So we always kind of turn into like a date night or, you know, Elizabeth and I hang out that night and play games, watch a movie, you know, whatever. Uh, she had said she wants this. Um, it's like a it's like a Japanese um, hibachi restaurant. It's called mm-hmm. Tokugawa. Oh, yeah. It's called Tokugawa. And it's about 20 minutes from our house. Um, we've been there a couple of times with my my mom and stepdad, and they like love it. So they go there all the time. They know the owner. His name's Jay. Uh, like they go and they sit at the bar in this place and eat there, and they just chat with Jay all the time. So and I've been there a few times with them. Like I, I know him and and all this stuff. Uh, so Elizabeth had mentioned she wanted to get Tokugawa, and I was like, okay, well, like what do you want? We'll go ahead and like call in an order for pickup, and then I'll go pick it up. So, we call in the order. I drive like, oh, well, I I should give you a little bit more backstory. So, from the beginning of the day until the end of the workday, she had a bad day. Just all, like, everything going wrong at work, you know, one of those days, right? So, she was frustrated already. And that that was in part why I decided to, like, drive 45 minutes to get food, you know? Uh, Like, 20 plus minutes there and 20 back. But I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, I'll go get it. I don't ever leave the house anymore. So <clears throat> I, uh, it was an adventure. Yeah. Like, sure. I'll go out and see the world. What's happening. <laughs> so I get in the car and I'm driving down there and everything. It's like, Oh, no big deal. So I get into the restaurant and I'm standing there talking to Jay and he's getting ready to like, give me the takeout order. And I give him my card and I'm getting ready to like check the food. And he's like, your card, it was declined. And I was like, what? Like my card is declined. I was like, that can't be right. I was like, try it again. I was like, I know that's a good card. I only carry one card. Uh-oh. One. No yeah. backup plan. I carry uh-huh. one card and no backup, which is a horrible plan, obviously. So uh, it got declined for a second time. And by that time, I'm like, all right, I'm, I don't know how you guys get, but I automatically am embarrassed. Like right off the mm-hmm. bat. My card doc got declined. Yeah, I yeah. am embarrassed. It's an embarrassing scenario because regardless of what the actual situation is, regardless of me being financially stable and having plenty of money to pay for this $40 meal, my card is getting declined and there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> so I'm already embarrassed. Like I'm all flustered. I'm like, oh, geez, like what am I going to do? And before I tell you what I did, I will also tell you so far, here's what Jay, the owner, knows about me. I've been in there probably three times, and I've sat at the bar with my mother and stepfather. Now, when I go anywhere, I never really dress up. I have a backwards hat on, probably a t-shirt. If I'm in like nice clothes, I have jeans with that combination. Yeah. If not, as it's is a pair tradition. of sweatpants or basketball shorts. Right. Like, I don't as dress up tradition. when I go out. As is tradition. And... Uh, so the only thing he knows about me is that I meet my mom there sometimes and my mom always pays for my food. That's what he knows so far. <laughs> now I'm standing in front of him in a backwards trucker hat with a t-shirt, flip flops and a pair of sweatpants on. <laughs> and my card is getting declined. Sweet. This is now what he knows about me. So then what I had to do was call Elizabeth and get her card number over the phone 
So what does it look like? I'm calling my fiance because my card got declined and I'm having her pay for our food, which in my house is a travesty. Yeah. It is the worst scenario ever. I do not ever, ever like want her to pay for our food. That is like, that's against my rule book. That does not happen. Yeah. I hear you. So I've had that happen to me before where my card was uh, declined, but as soon as that happens, like there's your stomach drops, you're you're like, oh, oh, what, what's going on? You immediately feel embarrassed, even if it's like, okay, they run it again and then it goes through. It's like, have I not been paying attention to my credit card bill? <laughs> Has someone been using my credit card bill? There's so many things that are going in my mind. Like, why is this not working? I even said it extremely confidently after the first decline. I was like, no, nah, that's. I was like, that's not. That's that do it again. Fine. That's Let's not it right. Again. It was probably the machine. I even blamed his machine. I'm pretty sure. Ronnie, you know what's hilarious <laughs> is that I too got rejected this week in one of my outings, going grocery shopping. And this is the second oh, no. time this bank, this card, I don't know, for whatever reason, their cards just glitch out and it won't work. But I have not only a second backup, I have a third backup. I have three I cards in order to use. I have a backup of the backup. So I was good to go. I didn't have to call my mommy or my significant other to even bail still, me out. <laughs> even still, like depending on how you feel about that, like that is still embarrassing. Oh, like, it is. your cards doesn't work, it's like... Oh yeah, like uh, I'm broke. I'm just using this last yeah. bit of credit here. Like, there's no way that you can look like yeah. come come out of that looking good. And the girl tried so, it like five times, and I was like, after the third even, time, I'm like, I don't, I don't think you need to. Okay, you want to try it again? Fine. She called her manager, and I was like, oh, oh gosh, man, what are we doing? Here, I have no, a well, I was already here. talking to the owner, so magically, yeah. I was already talking to the owner, so it's not like I could get anything. So I have to get my fiance's credit card over the phone to pay for this, and I. Am furious about it. I, like for me, as a man, I do not believe in that. When yeah. we have like a joint bank account and everything, different story. But I will tell you, when we go out to eat, I am always going to be like grabbing the check, even if we have a joint card and has both of our names on it. I do exactly. not care. I yep. will take it. I just it's it's like an old fashioned thing, but I will absolutely not let her pay. <laughs> yeah, with 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 Mel and I, we both have we have joint bank accounts, joint credit mm-hmm. cards, all that stuff. And whoever uh, has the easiest access to their credit card, that's who pays. Yeah, that's see that makes a like lot of sense. Like if she's like has to if she has to dig through her purse, it's like, "All right, I just have it in my wallet." Or if she's already in her purse and her wallet's already out, yeah. then she then she'll just do yeah. it. Yeah. But most of the time it's just me. So, my card got declined. I was I was uh, upset. <laughs> to say the least, because I know it's like I was thinking to myself, man, I wish I would have dressed nicer. Because God, I look like I don't have any money. That's exactly how I look. <laughs> I haven't had a haircut in I don't know five months. Like it's bad. <laughs> so I leave there. I call U.S. Bank on the way home, which is never good. It's just <laughs> never good. They they I pick the callback option. You don't lose your place in line. We'll call you back. And it's like okay, I'll take that because I don't want to listen to your music the whole ride home. No, definitely not. So maybe 10 minutes later, they call me back only to put me on hold for another four minutes, mm. which is infuriating. It's like, wait a minute. Why did I just pick this if I'm going to be on hold when I, you called me back? So I come to find out that they, uh, I had a new credit card in the mail. They just replaced the same one. You know, they'll like, send you a new one. Mm. And apparently they activate that. Well, they don't activate it, but they do shut your old card off after they send you a new one, um, which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Isn't it? 
Don't you need to call yeah. the number first to activate that's, it before it deactivates your other That's what I thought. When you activate the new one, the old one is automatically not does, does not work anymore. And that apparently is not yeah. how it works. My old card was not working because they sent me a new card. And I was like, is that your guys' standard procedure? And she's like, yep. And I'm like, well, okay. Well, <laughs> thank, I want to change Thank that. you for your help. <laughs> that's convenient for all of your customers. Like, I appreciated that, getting my card declined today. Good. Uh, so I finally get home, like, like, okay, well, no big deal, right? Just the card is obviously fine. I have a new one sitting there. And I knew I had a new one, too. I just hadn't activated it yet. Sitting on the counter, right? So I get home, and I'm going through the stuff and pulling all the stuff out of the bag. And I realized there was something wrong. I wasn't sure what was in there that was not supposed to be in there and what wasn't in there. And I start pulling out the items, and I realize I have all of my things. And she has not a single thing that she ordered oh, in the no. order. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's like, you have got to be kidding me i like she didn't i got <laughs> like i ordered like chicken fried rice and i don't know if you guys ever get like those dumplings that are like uh like steamed and you dip them in like the little brown sauce like they're fantastic but i had all yeah. of my stuff i even got like soup and salad that i didn't even know was coming it just came with my meal so i had like a king's feast of food for myself and she got all this other random stuff that I don't even know what it was. Wow, made her pay. One of them was and... like a one of them was like a lop, like a it looks like a lobster type shell, but the shell was like just for decoration, and there was like raw meat on the tray, and it's like, nope, we didn't we didn't get that. I don't know what this is, but I, I don't. It was horrible. So, oh. her having like a horrible day already, and then yeah. me having just a horrible experience. Like you want to talk about a nightmare of a yeah. scenario. Like for me. And I think I probably speak for all of us guys in this scenario. Like, I would have eaten the lobster shell. Just get, I'll take whatever. I would just get my order wrong and get hers right, please. I will. Get, I will eat whatever you give me. It doesn't even matter. As long as her order's fine, I don't care. So that blew up in my face completely, and it wasn't a matter of do I want to go back. First of all, that's another 45 minutes, and I already left with my tail between my legs out of there. <laughs> do you want to show your face So again? I don't. My picture's probably already <laughs> up on the wall, but like, don't do business with this guy because he has no money. So <laughs> I was like, okay, so what else do you want? And she's like, I just have to think about it. And she was frustrated, and she sat down. And I just walked out with a drink and sat down next to her. And she's like, aren't you going to eat? And I was like, no. Nope. She's like, well, I feel better if you just eat. And I was like, well, I wouldn't feel better. I'm not about to eat all of my food that is right in front of you while you have nothing. I was like, I'll just wait until you get food <laughs> like before I eat anything. Like, no way am I going to sit down and eat this in front of you. But anyways, so she's like, didn't you check the bag? And I was like, ah, oh, I was going to check the bag. And then my card got declined and threw everything into disarray. so of course i didn't check it i was just trying to get out of there i would have paid a hundred dollars just to leave the restaurant (laughs) with what (laughs) i couldn't i couldn't pay anything (laughs) i had no money in flesh (laughs) and a lot of times like since covid i haven't had like any cash at all like normally i will have cash if i'm like going out and stuff like but i haven't left the house i have no cash no backup anything it's like this is the worst experience and then I was basically embarrassed again when I got home, when I brought home pretty much all the wrong things. 
And uh, yeah, that was that was where that that was where the embarrassing moments idea hatched. Mm. There it is, embarrassing is moments, embarrassing. especially when you inflict <laughs> it on yourself over and over again, and you drag yeah, down re- your significant <laughs> just other. Shot in the foot twice. Just a repeated embarrassing <laughs> beatdown. Yeah, yeah. So now, now how do we transition now? <laughs> <laughs> And that's our show topic. <laughs> there it is. Man, yeah, Mark, you're gonna have fun editing day. this, baby. <laughs> I feel like there's gonna be a there's gonna be a long pause where I feel like everybody's gonna be looking at me again, and I'm gonna know All that right, I probably guys. should do something, but I don't know. No, what to I'm not do. even gonna bother putting the bumper in there. I'm just gonna let it ride. We're, the whole time. we're yep. talking about embarrassing moments, kind of like some of our embarrassing, awkward moments we just had. It's fantastic. I want to know first of all, guys. Can you remember your very first embarrassing moment in life? I want you to try to go back. Oh, my gosh. How far back can you go? Mm. I'm going to give you a moment to think. I have one. I went to Disney World when I was about five or six years old. I really don't remember a whole lot about it. Um, but what I do remember is going to a, a part of the park. I don't even remember where it is because I didn't go to it. The other times that I went to Disney World, I didn't even go back to that area. But there's an area that's like really southern and they have like a plantation-like area or people that like wear colonial clothing and dance and stuff. I don't know if this rings a bell for anybody that's been there, but they used to have that if they don't have it now. Anyways, I was there with my family, and uh, there was these couples like dressed up who worked for Disney World, and they were dancing, and this one woman, forever, for whatever reason, started looking at me. And you know, now that I'm older, I know that they're, that's their job, to look at the kids and to really make the kids feel special. Well, this girl is like staring me down, smiling, you know, winking and just like getting my attention. <laughs> and it is freaking me out. I don't know when it like happened, but when I was a little kid, girls, like pretty girls and pretty, you know, older women, like it just they really embarrassed the bejangles out of me. Like I immediately blush. I immediately feel like my face is on fire. And she's looking at me this whole time. And I'm like, what the crap lady, quit looking at me. You know, as much as a five or six year old can think that kind of stuff. I didn't think of it exactly like that. Well, after they were done dancing, we were like all mingling. And you know, you get to talk with the actors and the dancers and stuff. She finds me. She starts talking to me and tell me I'm cute. I'm like hiding behind my mom. And she gives me a kiss on the cheek and I want to die. Like, what the heck? <laughs> Six feet. Don't touch me. No, I was just so embarrassed. And it was like, you know, I was a boy. So I was like, I liked it. But at the same time, like it embarrassed, it embarrassed me a lot. That's one of the first times I got embarrassed that I remember of. So Patrick or Mark, yeah. Mark, Mark started to talk. Pat, you got one? Sure. Okay, go for it. All right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so I was in first grade, and uh, I had brought a toy to class. And in our class, we have we all have like our desks, and underneath the desk, they have that like little cubby where you can just keep anything your your pencils, your paper, your crafts, your art stuff. And then I had my toy in there, and the toy that I brought to school was a revolver. <laughs> Oh boy! I brought a toy gun to school, (laughs) and it was like it was 
it was a large gun. It wasn't like a, a green pistol with a orange tip. No, this was a black revolver <laughs> that <laughs> that the chamber would come out and you could spin. Oh, I remember those. And I also painted the front tip that used to be yep. orange to well, of black. Of course you did. Yeah. So it <laughs> all been there. It did not look like a toy anymore. Were these like the revolvers you could put that little piece of paper that had like the little popping pockets like do you remember that where you could put it in and it, would, it would yeah the cap guns yeah, the cap guns yeah or maybe it was yeah. plastic no. you put it in and it would like yeah. it would pop oh okay no, that, was, that would have been real a, bad that was a that's a small small six those are like little this snub nose guns a, oh okay fair enough yeah <laughs> wrong this gun. was a red dead redemption 2 <laughs> okay gotcha <laughs> this was the end of game version <laughs> yeah so i get it out of my little cubby and i'm waving it around <laughs> And I'm get down! He's got a gun. And I'm shooting. I'm I'm shooting everyone. And you know, like of course you're, you're shooting sh- everyone. When you're shooting everyone, of course. What else are you supposed to do with so a toy anyway, gun? So anyway, I start blasting. So this this is 1990. So this is this is pre crazy school Shootings, yeah. stuff. Yeah. So yeah. You've so, been surrounded uh, by police in today's world. I would. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have gotten tackled. Sure. So, you know, like, but when I'm shooting it, it's like that little click, 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 yeah. click. It's like, it's not like a big, huge, yeah. like, kaboom or anything, the way a revolver should sound. So I'm waving it around, and my teacher's over there, and she comes over, and she's like, give me the gun. And, like, this is in the middle of class. Like, so everyone's eyes are on me. <laughs> 30 other kids' eyes are on me. And I just got in trouble for bringing a gun Busted. to school. And for me, for me, I'm like, I'm bringing a gun to school. What's the big deal? This is a toy. What's the big deal? But apparently, unbeknownst to me, as a seven-year-old, it is a huge deal. <laughs> so, so I, so I get, I get pulled up in front of class. Then I, I said that I will, I that. I could. I was. Uh, says. I said. I can't remember what, really what I said, but I had to say something to the class, and then she's like, "Okay, now you have to go to the principal's office to call your mom." And I'm like, "Oh, man!" <laughs> right, right in front of class. So uh, at that point, and that, that's it's one of those memories as a kid where it's like so vivid yeah. and so embarrassing that that is when we were talking about doing an embarrassing moment episode i'm like that's the first thing that popped into my head mm. good times did you did you get like suspended or, or in trouble no or no so yeah, this was 1990. <laughs> everything was fine so yeah we, <laughs> they had, got we out had the a tree, paddle uh on uh on the on the board and everyone had an apple uh, on the tree and if you were bad, your apple was taken Uh-oh, off the bad tree apple. Placed on the ground. You're a bad apple, Patrick. And I had to, and I had to do that also in front of class. Oh Ooh. man, that's rough. <laughs> you were made an example. Yep. I guess I was. Yeah. <laughs> did I bring another revolver to school again? Sure did. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I totally saw that going the way Mark said it. <laughs> no yes, way. I did. Two revolvers, in fact. I brought it the next day. Just a, <laughs> I was a little more stealthy <laughs> yeah. about it. I brought a rifle. <laughs> <laughs> brought a pistol with a silencer. You didn't say I couldn't bring a rifle. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so 
earliest one I can think of, it's it's pretty pretty straightforward. I, I was in daycare, and we had a playground outside, and um, I was out there playing, and I think I had a uh, I think I had a headache or something like that. And I used to have like I mean I still get horrible headaches now, but um, when I was a kid, they were so bad that I was like screaming. That's how bad of headaches I would get. Um, and sometimes, eventually, I would throw up. Well, I was out at recess, and I had a headache. And um, right there in the middle of recess, there was like this sort of like picnic pavilion type thing um, that was kind of around the playground that kids could like jump on and, and all this kind of stuff. What I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Maybe it's not a picnic pavilion, but something like that where it was like all wooden and had like a canopy top to it. Um, that kids could like jump on and play around on and all that kind of stuff. Um, well, I got up on that and all of a sudden I threw up right there on the on the pavilion. Oh, no. <laughs> um, right there at the middle of recess and and no Wait, one were wants... you standing. You said you were standing on top of the picnic table. It it wasn't okay. So I'll have to see if I can maybe find a picture somewhere. It was weird. Of you throwing up, like a... I don't really want to see that, Mark. Uh, <laughs> no, the no. picture of you throwing up. <laughs> Someone's got to have a picture somewhere. I have evidence. No. <laughs> no, um, it was it was some weird, like, canopy pavilion. Not like a picnic table kind of thing. It's, it's weird to describe. Because there wasn't any furniture or anything on it. It was just literally mm. a thing kids could just walk on and jump on and kind of stuff. Um, it was almost like a little platform kind of thing. It was weird. Anyway, um... So I was on, I was standing on top of that, and all of a sudden I just threw up. I, mean, I just, I remember this big old pink blob, just right there, just threw oh, up. Nice. Um, and uh, and of course uh, the the daycare workers came over to me and they saw that they saw I threw up and all that kind of stuff, and um, I had to get picked up by my parents, by my mom, um, and and so you know that was obviously very embarrassing because there's other people around just kind of staring at you while you're while you've just <laughs> you know released your innards and uh the crowd assembles and you've got yep and uh and now the teacher is escorting you in into the into the building um but i think that's probably the earliest one i can think of nice well in and just to keep with the theme i also have a throwing up story uh, except i was much older it was in 2007 i think it was the last year I lived in Ohio. I worked at a YMCA, and I was like a front desk. I think they called us like, what do they call us? Like a membership coordinator or a relationship coordinator or something. We pretty much just checked people in and took care of memberships at the YMCA. Well, we got a free membership for like doing whatever we wanted, like swimming in the pool, using the courts, you know, working out in the gym. And so I got free, uh, I got a free training session with the trainer and he and I were really good friends um and he he you know he asked me like what I wanted to accomplish and do all these things he's like well for my very first workout with people I usually like to push them to their limit and see what they can do and this guy pushed me so hard like as soon as I would say I I'm done he would say five more like and he did that with everything Mm. and I didn't catch on (laughs) soon enough Eventually, I got to the point where, you know, 
my tummy's talking to me. And all of a sudden, I, I just stopped. I was like, I can't do anymore. I turned, he said, I turned white and I tried to make it to the garbage can, but I didn't make it. And I just threw up like projectile vomit in front of myself oh, no. out in like just the middle of the aisle section, like to the, like to the side of the bench and the weights and all that stuff. And I mean, honestly, I felt so much better that I didn't really care how embarrassed I was because I only had relief. <laughs> my, tu- my tummy wasn't hurting anymore. So, uh, but yeah, I definitely feel you, Mark, in the throwing up department. Mm. Not fun. Uh-huh. Ronnie, how about you? What's the earliest embarrassing story <laughs> that you can think of? So I don't remember a lot from when I was way younger. I know there were times in school that I was embarrassed for certain things i just like one specific thing did like doesn't come up i think the um the earliest one that i like had thought about when we decided we were going to talk about embarrassing moments was actually my senior year of high school so i don't remember if i've actually told any of this story on here or not but so you know in football when you kick off you have the receiving team which is kind of like scattered all over the one half of the field and all the kickoff team is in like a line well, I was the I was on the kickoff return team, and I was the first guy about, I don't know, 20 yards away from where the ball was being kicked off. Like, I was looking right at the kicker. And <clears throat> he goes back to kick and kicked it straight at me. Obviously, he, oh, he missed was, the kick. He was targeting Obviously, you. Obviously, yeah. oh, I, no. I think he actually missed the <laughs> kick because he wanted to kick it down the field. But the ball hit me right in the chest. And the ball was so fast that I tried to, like, catch it. But when I watched the video the next day, when, you know, the coaches and the entire team laughingly watched the video the next day, of course, um, my reaction, like, the ball hit me, and then, like, 10 seconds later, my, I tried to, like, catch it. <laughs> like, it was that fast. <laughs> like, it was the most, like, uncoordinated-looking thing ever, right? And it happened, like... It was Friday night, right? Football night. Everybody in the crowd, like, it was the most embarrassing thing, like, at the time. It was so embarrassing, in fact, that I ended up just getting mad. So the next kickoff, I went after the kicker. (laughs) And to make matters worse, I decided I was going to completely drop my assignment and just level this guy. That's it. That's all I was going to do. We were losing anyways. I mean, I didn't care. So I dropped back like I'm going into, like, you know, blocking coverage and then i just kind of looped and i was watching him the whole time and i'm coming down the field at him only he's like the last guy down so i like pass a couple of his guys to hit him well he notices me pretty much at the last second and just stops and i just went flying by him missed him completely (laughs) i was like yeah that guy got the better of me tonight like i'm not gonna try again (laughs) (laughs) so those were all on video and of course like the next day you know like football is all about like razzing your teammates and stuff so the next day like i took it pretty rough like i took a i took it on the chin the next day from basically the whole team like it was the big joke going around for a while so um that was the earliest one i remember though (laughs) and you know out on the field the stands are full like everybody sees it and then the next day you have to relive it the next morning like it was awful (laughs) nice well you are not alone my friend our very own tim pollen he said on Discord, in high school, I wanted to switch from guard to tight end. 
Speed was no trouble, but when I went out on a crossing route, I turned to locate the ball, and it was already there in my face. (laughs) Hard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I can think of a few uh, youth group hangouts where we would be playing volleyball, and like I remember one time at a lock-in, I went to get a drink in the the back kitchen and i walked out as soon as i walked out with the drink somebody hit that volleyball and it hit right in the drink right in my chest and just whatever i had to drink was everywhere and like everybody stopped looked and laughed of course or clapped or you know were mean it's just a part of life yeah Yeah, there's nothing worse when so many people see it yeah it was it's good times i have an embarrassing story similar to that at youth group where i almost died that sounds worth hearing. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to laugh. Make it awkward. Do tell. Oh, near death and barrel. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, so our my church growing up, we are right next to a, a little park. And it had a baseball field right there. So um, after youth group, um, we had, I guess, enough equipment. I don't know who had the equipment. I can't remember where we got it. But... Um, we were able to go out on the field and play baseball after youth group one time. And um, when I was in high school, I had horrible, horrible acne. Uh, It was a particular type of acne called cystic acne. So it's not just your little bumps and stuff that you, you know, your your pizza face that you get in, in high school. Yeah, these were like huge cysts, huge bumps all over my face. And I had one right by my temple on my right side. And um, I got up to play a bat. Now, thankfully, I I was wearing a helmet. We had helmets. So that was awesome. (laughs) Well, uh, because otherwise I I would not be here speaking to you probably. Um, And so I go up to bat and dude throws a wild pitch. And it clocks me right in the side of the, like, at the helmet, right there at the temple. Um, And so, you know, had I not been wearing a helmet, I probably, probably would have died. But, um, because I had a helmet on, it was fine. But it caused the the cyst that I had on the side of my face to explode. Uh Uh-oh. Oh no! <laughs> and bleed everywhere. Uh-oh. Oh man! Oh jeez! Um, yeah, baseballs so... hurt. They're horrible. Oof. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was lovely having to to walk that off and and go into the church while my entire youth group is staring at me. Um, I bet. So yeah, could have been a lot worse, but still not fun. Yeah. So base- your story, Mark, actually it it does remind me of a time when I was a lot younger. And there was we embarrassed. Go. And it was a baseball story as well. Um, I could have only been maybe like, I don't know, nine or ten, maybe. Um, and I was playing baseball. I was on third base. I was the runner on third base during this game. And like my parents are sitting in the in the stands, and my aunt and uncle and their daughter Nikki, who was about my same age, came to watch the game. Well, they got there a little bit late. Like, when they got there, I was on third base. And, like, I take my lead from third base, you know, just a few steps or whatever. And that's when they, like, they were, like, yelling to get kind of, like, get my attention. Like, because, hey, hey, like, we're here, you know, or whatever, saying hi. So I kind of turned, and I was, like, talking to them for a second. 
And I got picked off. Like, they noticed that I wasn't paying any attention at all in third base. And they threw the ball over and just tagged me out. And I remember being, like, so embarrassed. Like, having to walk back across the field to the other dugout. Like, it was awful. Mm. <laughs> it was a terrible one. Like, as a little boy, I feel like that is, like, just traumatic. Yeah. Like, oh, Everything's oh, man, worse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we actually have some more baseball stories. Ryan Strauby on Discord said, I've got so many embarrassing moments in light of the MLB baseball season starting. I'll share a boneheaded baseball moment. I believe this was my freshman year of high school, and the varsity coach was in our JV dugout, which adds pressure as you want to impress him. Well, I somehow got on base but wasn't aware of how many outs there were, and there was a fly ball to right field. In normal circumstances, you'd stop and see if it was caught before running to the next base, which is what I did, except there were two outs, which means I should have been running. I could have sworn I heard my coach tell me to get back. Well, as I was waiting to see if the ball was caught or dropped, the guy that hit the ball passes me. The outfielder... (laughs) The the, I mean, come on, man. The outfielder dropped the ball and throws it to second base where the guy who hit the ball was already safe standing. So I jogged, confused and embarrassed, to second base where I was tagged out and then had to endure a lashing (laughs) from the coaches as I returned to the dugout. That's a rough break. Yeah. It is easy to forget how many outs there are. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's why that's why the entire team is always like. Two oh away. yeah, everybody's oh, holding yeah. their fingers up. There's two like that. That's you really be clear. If you're out there, if you're standing out in the outfield for I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes, and there's no action coming your way, like you're just wandering around like kicking daisies, like, you know, like just trying to make the time pass, and you have no clue how many outs there are. <laughs> Whoosh. Yeah, I have too many stories to count from when I played baseball. I was terrible. I, I. I threw like a girl, and I just could not. Uh, I, I just was not a, like aggressive or confident, so I would constantly get struck out. Or I will say that I had a nice stint at second base, but there were definitely times where you put your glove to the ground, but you're like lacking a couple inches, and that ball just goes right under. <laughs> you come up with <laughs> and nothing. You're just like, <laughs> you come up with nothing. <laughs> yeah, and you just see it slowly roll to the outfield, and you're like, yep, will, that's a uh, double. I'll never forget in baseball, I think we were in the sixth grade maybe, um, the kid that was playing, I think left field, his name was Brian, and a high fly ball gets hit out there to him, and he did not hold his glove up in front of his face enough. Oh, no. Oh, no. And that ball came down basically without touching his glove and hit him right in the nose. Oh. Ouch. And it a hundred percent broke his nose. And yeah, he, there was blood everywhere. And I was thinking to myself, like, that is the worst case scenario because baseballs hurt so bad. Oh, yeah. Let uh, alone flying in the it air. Reminds me of dang. Reminds me of a baseball story for me. Uh, I remember it was first practice, and I am we we all get t- uh, paired up with another person to toss. So I get paired up with a guy that clearly, clearly does not know how to play baseball. <laughs> so I he he throws one to me. I'm like, okay, this uh, I gotta be I gotta be on my on my toes because I don't know where this ball is <laughs> gonna go uh, whenever yep. he throws to me. So he throws it to me. Uh, I catch it, 
and I throw it back to him. Now, normally, when you throw it to someone, you want to hit them right in the chest. And they turn their glove over, they catch it, they throw it right Mm -hmm. back. Uh, Well, I threw it to him to his chest, but instead of him turning it sideways, his glove, he kind of underhanded it, Mm -hmm. and the ball hit him straight in the palm of his hand, bounces off his glove, straight in his nose. Bloody nose immediately. This is my first toss to this kid <laughs> in our first practice. That's a rough start for that kid. And he never played baseball. <laughs> and he, and to be honest, he did not play the rest of the season. <laughs> it's not That's for a everyone. Rough start, man. That is a rough. As, start. He's like he's like. Well, this is yeah. me. It's a rough start and a rough end. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Okay, so uh, have you ever had an embarrassing situation play out in front of either... um, Obviously, Ronnie, I know you kind of touched on this earlier with your story with with Elizabeth, but like in front of a girl you had a crush on or you were trying to impress or or something like that because... um, a lot of my embarrassing stories, unfortunately, have to deal with bodily functions. And they make me very mad because because they're never they're never good. So, I was in when I was in seventh grade. I was in an English class, and a girl that I had a huge crush on was in that class. Now, zooming out, I never had a chance with this girl. It never would have happened. Um, she was too too much of a popular girl, and I was not popular at all. Um, so, but in any case, um, I had some sort of a cold or something like that, or, or I was sick. Um, and and so, but I was at school, and there was a, I think we were taking a test or something like that. And the way that the the classroom was set up, um, we were in like. It was like two circle. It was like a circle within a circle. So it's like there's an outer circle where kids sat, and an inner circle where kids sat. And um, I was in the inner circle, and she, the the girl that I had a crush on, was like on the outer circle on their far end, facing me. And like I said, I had a cold, and my nose in the middle of class, just. And we were taking a test. So it's completely silent in that class. <laughs> My nose would not stop running. Like, it was horrible. Like, it was like the floodgates open. Snot gates. And my nose would not... Yeah, the snot <laughs> gates, yeah. Would It just open, and my nose would not stop running. Like, and, and like, I had to get... I can't remember if I got a paper towel from somewhere or something, but like I had to like every like five seconds, I'd have to pat my nose and wipe my nose off because it would not stop running. And I could feel all the stares <laughs> from, from people looking at me, including the girl that I had a crush on with, with utter disgust. And, and I was like, I've never wanted to get out of a classroom so fast in my entire life. That would have been better if you just uh, looked up and be like, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should. Sure, sure. 
Uh, hindsight is you so have, twenty. You could have all this. Hindsight you is so twenty twenty. Do you want to get some of this? I see you looking. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I'm I'm there with you, Mark. I I think I've told this story before, and I'll tell the the shorter version of it. But in first grade, at the end of first grade, I had a crush on a girl, and I remember like her getting off the bus at the end of first grade and being like someday I'm going to marry that girl. Like I just was like, she was just, you know, whatever. She was my world. Uh, however that works in first grade. And then second grade happened and I saw her in the playground and I immediately ran up to her like, Hey, uh, Alyssa. And she's like, "Ew, get away from me. You're ugly and stupid. And just ran away. (laughs) And I was just like in front of everybody. It's like in front of everybody. No kid gloves, no nothing. She just laid it like right on me. I was like, oh, okay. I hate girls. And so immediately girls had cooties. (laughs) Exactly. I hated girls for the rest of elementary school. They were stupid. Uh, Later on in middle school, I remember I was dating a girl for just like a week. And we happened to have a school dance. Um, I was in eighth grade and I think she was in seventh grade. Uh, I liked her, but I did not like her friends. And I don't think her friends liked me because while we were dancing, it was to a slow song and we hadn't kissed yet, but we were seriously considering it. And when we were kind of considering it, one of her friends came up, uh, or maybe two of her friends, and they came up behind our heads and, and hit our heads together, like our faces together. And to make matters worse, this girl had braces and those those <gasps> no. those braces collided with my lips and I started to bleed. Like my lips started oh. to bleed. <laughs> so needless to You're not kissing nope, anyone that needless night. to say we never kissed. And the next day, the very next day, she broke up with me. Heartless. <gasps> I never <laughs> forgave <dirty>. her. <laughs> Dang. I was like, dirty. it wasn't my fault your friends are jerks. I'm not dating a bloody lip <laughs> yeah. guy. No way. He's What's a that bleeder. All about? He's a bleeder. Don't date him. Yeah. So. I'm not going to date a guy that bleeds his own blood. <laughs> bleeds Gosh. his own blood. How dare he? <laughs> As is tradition, I bled my own blood. As is mm. tradition. Yep. All right. So. Oh, I was going to say, Patrick, Ronnie, got any crush no, stories? I, I can't think of anything right now. Okay. So let's go more recent then mm. in terms of embarrassing ronnie i know yours was very recent yeah i got, um, a, I got a fair i got one more fairly recent one go for it so this has been man i think it was in 2016 uh i started playing a lot of basketball and uh, we play every day after work uh pat i played with some of the guys from work for a while i think you came up a couple times actually and um it was like it was like in the dead of summer in 2016. I was like in good shape, like I'd been playing a lot of basketball and stuff, like feeling really good. <clears throat> so I get the ball and I decide I'm taking it coast to coast, which I should have known it was a bad idea because I am not a great handler of the basketball or really anything when it comes to basketball. I'm not good. That's why I you play volleyball because you just have to I get just, it. Tall and I have long arms, so I can rebound (laughs) well. Uh, But as far as ball handling goes, not really. So we're only playing three on three. We're running down the court, and it's us three on two. 
They only had two defenders when there were three of us, and it was a fast break. And I'm coming down the middle of the court with the ball. My two guys, there's one on the right and there's one on the left. So the defenders, as they should have, both split out to take those two guys. Because everybody knows everybody. They're like, I mean, they're probably thinking, yeah, we'll take our chances and let him, let him try to make a basket here. So I decide I'm going to lay it up. But at this point, the defender kind of like corralled me to the left-hand side of the basket, which is not my dominant side. Weak I can side. barely make a left-handed layup if I have there there's nobody on me, if there's nobody else even on the court. So I have to make like an awkward step because I kind of overran it a little bit, so I had to make a step to correct myself and um I was running at full speed and that step didn't really happen. My leg felt like it exploded. Mm. And I at full speed just fly out into the grass off the court. <laughs> like I was probably like 12 feet into the grass where I stopped. Uh, because immediately once that happened, my hands went to my knee and nothing else really mattered. I found out later that day that apparently I used one of my other hands to brace myself because my wrist felt like it was going to fall off. But um, uh, no, I broke my leg. Trying to make a layup. Jeez. Wow. Broke they left leg. me wide open and they made <laughs> wide a open smart layup. choice. They made a smart choice. I couldn't have been any whiter of a guy trying to make a layup. <laughs> that is correct. I went in for a layup and broke my leg. Ouch. Yep. The funny thing is, <laughs> so the, I guess the embarrassing part is that I broke my leg trying to make a layup, which is, it is hilarious. Um, but after that, of course... Everybody knew something was actually wrong. I've actually, like, never felt a pain like this in my life. A physical pain, I've never had anything even close to what that felt like. It felt like just a grenade went off just inside my knee only. Like, it was so, so painful. And I remember the pain being, like, so crazy at, like, for a solid couple of minutes that I just thought, I don't know what I'm going to do if this doesn't go away. But right around that time, everybody that was playing basketball had been standing around me in a circle while I'm sitting on the ground, basically holding my knee. I'm pretty afraid to move at all. And everybody's throwing out suggestions like this. Like, I, you know, I, uh, you know, it, it, you might have done this. Like, we want to do this. And I was, I was like, everybody, just get away from me. <laughs> everybody, you guys go back to playing your game. I'm going to sit over here for a little bit. So I was sitting out there in the grass or whatever. And I ended up walking down a hill to my car of oh my course gosh. i did not know that i broke my leg and what i actually broke was my tibial plateau it was fractured it looked like a puzzle it looked like a oh puzzle man. that you would Shattered put together it. it was oh yeah so mm. the top of my tibial like plateau was completely just in pieces uh i didn't know that at the time i just thought that i strained my knee which was my hope so i gingerly walked to my car i didn't realize at the time what my injury was at all I remember like actually like putting something in the back seat and then like closing that door and going to step towards the front and I felt like my knee almost like bend backwards and it scared me so bad because mm. I thought at that time I was like holy crap I don't have any stability from my knee just going backwards like I was like this is the most unreal thing Ugh. so then I got in my car which was my Subaru five speed and I drove home oh and I drove home <laughs> wow. so I don't, I limped in the door and I was like, I really did it this time. (laughs) (laughs) 
And uh, as bad as it was and as bad as it hurt, I decided I'm going to wait until morning and see what it's like before I go to the doctor. By the morning, it was a watermelon. Yeah, like sure my skin purple. hurt. It was so swollen. It was so bad. Yikes! And then I go to find out that I, I, uh, you know, pretty much broke my leg. I was in a, a leg brace for, I think, two to three months of no pressure at all. My leg locked in at like I think it was like a twenty degree angle, and mm. I was on crutches, which is the absolute worst thing ever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was my embarrassing story. I broke my leg trying to make a layup. All nice. you have to do is force me in the left side of the basket, apparently. Good to know. How, I, I will be sure to not yeah. do that. <laughs> How long ago was that again, Ronnie? It was what in year? 2016, I 2016, believe. okay. Yep, the summer of 2016. Yeah. Summer I actually broke it on a Wednesday, and I was leaving for Florida on Friday. No! Oops. I drove most of the way down to Florida, actually, in that brace. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Physical pain is like, I mean... I'm like a I'm like a little baby when it comes to like cuts and scrapes and stuff. Surprisingly, I'm okay with the big stuff. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, yeah, that's I can always say like, oh man, how'd you break your leg? Yeah, I was trying to make a layup. <laughs> Open layup. Really, that's nobody on me either. <laughs> like, really, just no defender. Just I just I overran it, tried to make a, like a, a correction, and I just broke my leg like flat out mm. trying to make a layup. Jeez. Well, for me, this was uh, 2019. I was at work. And sometimes when I was in the office, uh, I would get away from my desk and I would go to um, a little small little conference room. It's got computers in there. And I would get away from my desk because so many people would, would just come in and out of my desk and interrupt me. So I would try to get away to, so I can get some work done. And I was in there for maybe 45 minutes or so. And this little conference room is a conference room. So people schedule time for these conference rooms. Um, And the lights were off. It was the middle of an hour and no one was in there. I'm like, okay, there's not a conference. There's not a conference going on right now. I can get away for a half hour or so and uh, I'll be fine. Then I can get back to work. Then I can get back to my desk. So I was in there and lights were off and I was in the corner and all of a sudden I feel a little rumble and I let one loose. <laughs> and when I say I let one loose, I mean, it was like a skunk came into this conference room and sprayed a dead skunk. That's the... It, it, like you know, like when you let one loose, you're like, "Whew, that's that's a that's a bad one. That is a really bad one." So I had, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And there, there's, there's no windows in this in this room, so this whole room smells like roadkill. And three seconds after I let loose, a meeting comes in. Three. Three women walk in and turn on the lights, and I'm like, "There's no way you're the only one in there, right?" And I'm the only one in here. No blaming the dog there. No blaming one of your insubordinates. I just left. Your subordinates. So I (laughs) so I shut down the computer. I grab my things, 
and I walk out, no eye contact. <laughs> because I know if I look at them, they're going to have their noses plugged up and looking at me in disgust. Because <laughs> there's no way to ventilate that place. Oh, I felt so bad. And it wasn't people I didn't know. Oh, I knew all three of them. <laughs> Not to the point where they would make fun of me to my face, but, oh, they were making fun of me behind oh, my back. Oh, for, for sure. sure. <laughs> Let me tell you about the time Patrick Novosel almost killed me. <laughs> Gassed me in the office. <laughs> so, I was like, oh, my gosh. What are the odds? Oh. I felt so embarrassed, so embarrassed, and I was—I'm still thinking to this day. Like, do they think about that time? Do they all giggle <laughs> together about that time about me? I bet they do, because I would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Patrick, you're not alone in embarrassing yourself uh, with either flatulence or what you think is going to be flatulence. I have a very embarrassing story. That I can't remember if I've shared. I've shared similar stories in the past, like one time being in the outfield in a little league and uh, thinking I was, you know, letting one loose and I I got more than I bargained for. Uh, but you have to go back to the, uh, I think it's the outdoor activities or outdoor sports episode. But uh, this was more recent. This was in 2000, I think it's 2016. It was actually uh, a night that I was going on a date with my wife and also getting a PS4 for the first time. And uh, yeah, I was excited. This was going to be a stellar night. We we went to Red (laughs) (laughs) Light. So yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Before going to get the PS4 at Best Buy, we we went. We we knew we were going to drive by Red Lobster, and I was like, hey. Let's go eat at Red Lobster because we love Red Lobster. We don't have Red Lobster in Brazil. Or we do. We have it at it's at the International Airport, Guarulhos, in Sao Paulo. But who goes to the airport to eat at Red Lobster? One, it's overpriced. And two, <laughs> it's a madhouse to get in and out of there. So we don't ever go to Red Lobster. So when we're in the U.S., Red Lobster is one of the ones. Well, at least used to be one of the ones we always went to. So we go to Red Lobster. We eat. The meal is great. You get those beautiful uh what are those the the bay biscuits the The biscuits the Mm, cheddar Cheddar bay Bay biscuits Biscuits. oh so good you know get a good caesar salad get some uh you know that uh malibu shrimp or whatever it's called the coconut shrimp 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 salad you get that coconut shrimp everything was wondrous i was like "Mm, good stuff well we're chatting we're talking finishing things up pay uh we we're about to leave and I'm like, do I have to go to the bathroom? Ah, oh, no. I just, I just need to let one loose. And so we walk up to, you know, our our vehicle. I, I, I open the door for Mindy as I usually try to do. I let her in as, as is tradition. tradition, as is tradition. And I, I'm, I just close the door and I'm like, well, I can let this loose while I'm walking around the car. And it'll, you know, dissipate, and then I won't bring it with me into the car and gross Mindy out. I was trying to be considerate. I walk, I walk sure. around to let it loose. Yeah. You don't <laughs> let loose in a conference room. Well, I, I rule, rule number, number one, one: don't let loose in a conference room. Rule number two: always know for sure <laughs> that what you're going to let loose is what you think you're going to let loose. 
It's not a it rule. was not a gas. That's rule number two. It was something more. And <laughs> I was in the middle of the parking lot and I <laughs> and and I immediately like just break for it. I've already gone way past the point of no return. <laughs> There's nothing I can do to stop anything from happening. And so I immediately waddle to the Red Lobster bathroom and assess the damage. I can only imagine. Waddling, just waddling. I just, I kind of wave at Mindy like, give me a second. I have to go to the, you know, go, go to the little boy's room. I get in there and I assess the situation. It is not good to say the least. There is very little I can do to, uh, to really recuperate from this. So... Uh, pretty much I, I just do what I can with the tools I have, you know, there's toilet paper and there's other things. (laughs) (laughs) There's no tools. I wish there are things that become tools. (laughs) And I, uh, I, I, it gets a little hazy from here, but I'm pretty sure I just throw away my boxers. You have, you you have, have to. to. I didn't have a bag with me, but I had no spare pants. So I was like, well, I got to keep the pants. So, but I definitely needed new pants. And so I get back to the car and I'm like, Mindy, we have to go to Target. And so we drive to Target. Mindy goes and gets me new boxers and a new set of uh, a new pair of uh, khakis. And, uh, yeah, I changed my clothes and I was a new man and freshened up. Uh, it oh, was goodness. so embarrassing. And it only my wife knew. I mean, I don't know if anybody noticed me waddling through the parking lot or, you know, <laughs> heard me in the bathroom going, are you serious? What the <laughs> heck just happened? Because <laughs> I know I was so mad at myself, you know, because you just... <laughs> You're old. You get to a certain age. I thought we were past this. You should this. just know what what's gonna be there. And you don't always know, though. You don't. It's like a faux fart or a, like a. I will. I, don't know. I yeah. will bail you out. I'll put <laughs> so Lucas. Lucas, I will bail you out of being the only one embarrassed right now. So, I had a kind of similar story, uh, only similar in that I also crap my pants. Um, <laughs> I was actually at home. I, I was actually at home. I had just gotten over like like the flu, right? And you know, like you know, when you have oh, the flu, that's bad. That's a bad you, time. You it basically assume that everything is an <laughs> yes. emergency. Everything is number two. <laughs> but what you don't consider is after like twenty four hours of it not being an emergency that it could be an emergency. Yeah, like an aftershock. So at the time, I thought you know we were clear to go. Yeah. Just, you know, I was wa- I was actually walking uh, through my house. Um, my ex-wife was in the shower. And I was walking through the house. I had a pair of sweatpants on. Uh, the best part of the story was that's all I had on was just sweatpants <laughs> with nothing oh, under no. them. At least they're oh, absorbent. And, <laughs> there's nothing to catch. And, and, I'm, and I'm standing there and uh, I felt a rumble. And I thought I was probably clear to go. Let it loose. I was really, really wrong. It was still <laughs> very runny. 
like mark's nose it was it was it was bad right and it was like not to be too extremely graphic but it was immediately down by my ankles (laughs) in my own house so i'm like holding my ankles tight and also trying to run into the bathroom where my ex-wife was in the shower where i needed to be and I was like, hey, I, I need you to hurry up and get out right now. I need to get in there. She's like, what's going on? I'm like, I just pooped my pants. I'll explain later. But I need in there. So it was a it was a disaster. And lucky for me, like you, like Lucas, it's it's nice when only your wife knows. Yes, <laughs> like, it is. It's like, yeah, you know, you already know that I'm an idiot. So yeah, it's, there's no, you know, we're, no going we're back. We're already past that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was. Yeah, it was rough. It was a rough scenario. That is rough. I guess I will finish things up. I I do not have a crap my pants story. <laughs> Too bad. I was no. hoping if anyone nope. did, it would be Mark. I can only imagine what yours would be nope. like if you went through something like that. Like just the absolute tragic telling of it. He's going to carry it. Yeah, he wouldn't <laughs> tell anybody. Tell <laughs> he probably has one. He just will never tell anyone. <laughs> There are certain things I share on this show. That would not be one of them. No, so um, this was somewhat recent, but not. Uh, This was 2009. Um, So I was in college, and I was um, doing this summer youth missions thing. I was on their, quote-unquote, summer staff. Um, and so part of my job for these, these missions projects where kids would come to, um, the projects, they would, they would stay. It's like a, we would set up shop in like a school or a church and they would, they would basically, it'd be like a lodging. They would stay at the school and then they would go out during the day and do missions projects. And then in the evenings we'd have like mini church services and things like that. Um, and so I was the worship leader. Um, I was, I was doing, um, some, practicum or internship work uh for my degree and and so um i remember the first project we did it was like the second or third night that uh we were we were at the project and it was just me leading worship for me and my my acoustic guitar so one of the greatest fears i think of a person leading from guitar or doing anything really from guitar is a string breaking Yep. in, in, in the middle of, of whatever you're doing. Cause you're in front of a bunch of people. And when a string breaks on the guitar, not only can you just not play that, that area and like the string's gone, but also like most of your other strings will start to go out of tune when that happens. So I'm in the middle of leading worship. This is a very serious moment. Leading worship. And not only does my does one of my strings break and everything goes out of tune, but also my guitar strap popped off. Oh man. Of my guitar. Oh, it's no. like a self-destruct button on your guitar. And t- please tell me you crapped your <laughs> and, pants. 
<laughs> Dang <No>. it. <laughs> I thought that's where this was going. I, I, I probably I felt I felt like I probably could have, but you know. Might as well. No, but made it. so so both of those things happen. And I'm in the middle of leading worship. So I don't want I don't want to stop at this point. So I am literally on stage with my knee holding up my go. guitar playing a detuned guitar (laughs) trying to lead like a flamingo with one leg up yes (laughs) and and immediately once that was over i immediately hid somewhere and cried there you go (laughs) that was that was because there's like 150 people that are that are there you know we're in the middle of worship it's a serious time and all of a sudden all this stuff happens and I'm trying to do my best, and it was a nightmare. So, nightmare so Mark, that reminds me of one more uh, story from me that is very connected. So you mentioned one of the fears of a worship leader, someone playing guitar, is a guitar string breaking. My worry is always forgetting the lyrics, like forgetting what I'm singing, getting lost, blanking, yeah, because it has happened a lot for me. And one of the worst times was I sang a song uh, as a special like, you know, some churches still do this where during the offering or something, someone will sing a song and it was on a, it was on a, like a track. So no, there was no live music, but I had to sing along to it. There's no way to, you know, stop it or whatever. And I had practiced it a number of times during the week. This is during college and it was during my internship and in front of like 150 or maybe almost 200 people at this church, I started to sing this song and halfway through I want to say it was halfway through the second verse or no, it was the beginning of the second verse. I blanked and I had no idea what the second verse was instead of stopping and just admitting what I had done. I made up the lyrics. I just (laughs) sang whatever the Holy spirit put on my heart. And actually it was just whatever came to my brain and sounded Christiany. I sang it. And there was one person in the crowd who knew the song and it was my roommate's girlfriend and she just looked at me like she was trying to mouth the words and help me. But at some point, she just looked at me like, what are you doing? Those aren't even the, that's not even the words. Like, I just made up the words. And thankfully, no one ever found out except I confessed to Mindy. I confessed to my roommate. And of course, my roommate's girlfriend called me out on it. I totally forgot the words. And I still, to this day, always anticipate that I'm going to forget the words to music. It's terrible. It's it's <clears throat> so forgetting the words and not knowing the words are two totally different things. So a few months ago, I pre pandemic, uh, we had a, a thing at church uh, where the kids would get up there and sing, and uh, one of the leaders came up to me. She's like, "All right, you're gonna lead the next song," and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know the song." <laughs> or that and like it was there's no words up there. Usually they're like oh, had no. like the the yeah. words up on the screen. Yeah, they, that that wasn't on. So I'm like, no, I, I can't lead this. She's like, oh, you'll be fine. You know it. She still made you do it. What do you mean? I know it. I've <laughs> never, I've never heard the song before. God <laughs> I'll do your best. Give you, God will give you the words, young man. Have faith. <laughs> so I was like, well, you know what? I'm just gonna get my phone. And I'm gonna read from the phone. Is that what you did? Hey, I did. But I was, but I was like, she's like, you're leading it. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> That's oh, I bet. That's insane. Like, yeah. uh, that is insane. Uh, what? That's crazy. 
Um, we have a few more joiner uh, random embarrassing stories that we definitely do want, do not want to miss. Uh, Rogue Hoffa from the Discord said, I have two to share that I usually don't forget. I think both of these are from his high school days. He said, the first one, I was in 10th grade. I'm from 85, so that must have been in, uh, he was born in 85, so that must be around 98, 99. And back then, it wasn't usual to see or know uh, a gay couple. So I remember being in a physics class, and one of my friends was telling me that he saw two of our colleagues kissing. At that specific moment, I only said, F word, really? I was just shocked, not because it was two girls, because I was not expecting from whom it was. The embarrassing part was that at the moment I spoke, yes, I spoke out loud. Everyone decided to be quiet, even the teacher. So I got up and said to the teacher, yes, I know that I'm out of our classroom today and left while everyone was laughing. Yep, that would be pretty embarrassing. The second one was I was uh, in 11th or 12th grade and we had a teacher that smelled really bad. And we were always mocking him in the class hallways. One day, I was mocking him, saying something like he smelled worse than if a horse poop, if horse poop had a baby with a garbage can on New Year's Eve. (laughs) That is quite the visual. I'm going to use that in my everyday vocabulary. That's quite a combination. (laughs) Why New Year's Eve? (laughs) Why not? Why not? Does New Year's Eve smell particularly bad? It's like the last day of the year, so it's this the stinkiest. Everybody's drunk. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. So while I was saying that, everyone was laughing harder than usual, and I thought I was really funny. So I continued. But then I felt a hand on my shoulder, and guess what? Yes, you're right. It was the teacher I was talking about. <laughs> he oh, just said, goodness. in the end of the class today, you and me will have a talk. Ooh. Oh, snap. Busted. Oh, boy. All right. Oh, I wasn't ready with the uh, Twitter one. Uh, at Dopalicious on Twitter, our buddy Mike Doherty, he had this to say on Twitter. <laughs> yep. Oh, <yeah>. <laughs> he had, <laughs> he some, had words. some words. <laughs> he not only us. had some words, he had a picture too. So he, sure did. he said, uh, anyone else have their most embarrassing moment caught on camera? No, just me. Big gulps, eh? Well, see you later. So he said, <laughs> You can't leave while you're telling the story, Splig. Dopalicious. You have to stick around, Mike. All right. It says, I, He said, I was on a swing dance team in college. My normal partner was out, so had a friend jump in. I could lead through the routine. Before our performance, we all posed in a complicated dip, part of a routine for a pick. I zigged and she zagged, and I got a full on handful. I was, I was, I was already nervous. He didn't actually say, well, anyways, he was actually in the, yeah. And he, you can, you can see the picture on Twitter if you want to see a handful of what I was already nervous around girls. Yay. Introvert. So I'm already way out of my shell, but she was also the extremely conservative sweater in summer. Can't hold hands till marriage type. I felt her whole body go stiff. The second it happened, let go or drop her. I was mortified. All the while, her best friend and roommate is cracking up, taking our picture. I couldn't apologize enough. I was so red. And once everyone else saw their photos, I never heard the end of it. (laughs) Shame on you, Mike, taking advantage of a young woman. That's a bad time. And it gets busted on camera. (laughs) 
It's a really yeah. awkward photo. Like everybody's dipping. It's really everybody's is. dipping, and then he looks like he's trying to. I'm he looks like he's trying it. to pull a wedgie out for her. Everyone else is doing it the yeah. right way, and he's like over there. Oh man, that's rough. Oh, that's good, good stuff. Woo! All right. Any last stories anyone wants to share? We've shared probably way more than we planned on and told too much information. (laughs) All right. That is all for this excitingly embarrassing endeavors into every episode in everyone's existence. Say that five times fast. (laughs) If you'd like to connect with us beyond listening, as I mentioned at the top of the show, follow and chat with us on Twitter at the GMG Podcast or Discord. The link is in our Twitter profile or in the show notes. Also, if you're more old school, you can write us on email, the good morning guys, all spelled out at gmail.com. And if you want to be a wild and crazy guy or gal, call us at 929 GMG Guys, leave a message, ask a question, and let your voice be heard. Speaking of what should be heard, as always, Mark. What are the latest song additions for the GMG Music playlist that any and all can hear on Spotify and that old Apple Music? Okay, so obviously we've been talking about embarrassing moments, uh, and uh, I had to I had to get some deep cut deep cuts for this one because uh, it's not always easy to find uh, songs with this particular mm-hmm. topic. So. Uh, the first pick is uh, the song Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot yep. Bikini by Brian Island. One. Nice. Uh, the second tune is is a band called Madness. They have a song called Embarrassment. And the third song is from a guy named Richard Thompson. It's a song called I Misunderstood. So, I hope that helps you expand your your musical uh tastes because they're probably mostly except for the first one probably songs you've never heard but (laughs) but i hope they help you get your good morning on fantastic i'm have no doubt they definitely will all right next week join us as patrick has his birthday episode he gets to have his cake and eat it too. Yeah. And do whatever he wants on the show. He is king for a day. What? Or I can do whatever like I that. want on the show? Yeah. I, Except I make now up that the I rules. think about it, you can do whatever you want with a special guest. Yeah. Yeah. We got a Married to the Games co host coming to join us. Right? That's correct. You sure do. That right, right? You sure do. That's, that's the right episode, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Next episode. <laughs> Fantastic. We're so excited. All right. So join us next week as the old chubby ninja himself, Gabe Patillo, is coming our way. He's going to sing happy birthday to Patrick, and we are going to have a good old time together. All righty then. Marcy B., Patty N., and Ronnie J., along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners, go get your good morning this week. And may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.